Welcome to your sanity safe space, the call-in show where you decide the topic. From Hillary to Harambe, there are no limits. You can be nice. Really great talking to you. Cool dude. Great dude. Appreciate awesome. It, you can be mean. You shit. shit. <laughs> or you can blow it all up. A lot <laughs> Every Wednesday at 9, it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the show. It is the call-in show, the show where you get our number. We are at your mercy. It's a show that um, for the last, what, nine or so months has more than that, I guess. Actually, like 11 months. We've been doing this since... Wow, seriously? Like September. The whole time been run on Discord, but this week, Discord said no more Nazis on Discord. So I don't know what that means for our Discord server. I know there are a lot of joking Nazis, maybe some serious Nazis. Who knows? We'll find out. Will our Discord survive? Who knows? <laughs> But uh, it's been a good run. <laughs> For now, the show still goes on. So welcome to the call-in show. Uh, most people know how it works. There is a link to that Discord server in the uh, video description there. Click that. Join the server. Put your name in the roll call. The roll call chat is uh, how we know who arrived first. Take our callers first come first serve basis. Patrons get priority. So if you are a patron, you want to call the show, but you're not marked in that pretty orange font, get in touch with us. We will mark that for you and uh, you'll be good to go. And then you can skip some of the line, not all the line, but some of the line. Uh, if you want to contribute to the show, but you can't make it live, you can send us an email, beautyandthebeta at gmail.com with a question or comment. We will read it on air. We got a couple to do tonight. Plus, we also take uh, video submissions. So if you want to send us a brief video question, we'll play the audio on the show. Uh, you can send that to us unlisted on YouTube. Send us, uh, again, just send us a link in an email or tweet it to us. And uh, what else? We will take super chat, of course, in between each and every call. Other than that, I'm ready to hop into it. What a crazy week. I think people got stuff I to know. talk about. I know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Herbie's up first. Uh, where's Herbie? There we go. Herbie, you're good to go. While we wait for Herbie, we can. Uh, <laughs> did you ever see the movie Herbie? Oh, hello. Back with a wholesome hey. Lindsay Lohan. What's up, Herbie? Sorry, I forgot I put on push to talk. Mm. How's it going? Good. I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm doing pretty great. Uh, don't want to take up too much of your guys' time, but um, <clears throat> how hard was it for you guys to uh, to keep in contact with some of your more lefty friends? Mm. What lefty friends? I don't have any. <laughs> Honestly, a... they've all they've all abandoned ship except for the ones that have to have relationships with me because they're married into the family. Um, those people have to deal with it. But you know, I, my my leftist friends like once they discover my channel, they were like, "Fuck you." <laughs> so mine has been pretty minimal. Um, I have had a few people. Generally, I keep my politics out of my personal life as best I can. Although, of course, like, you know, you're having a few beers with friends and words come out, that sort of thing. But but I try not to have I certainly don't have ideological litmus tests for my friendship. I, I've, I have said in the past Antifa is where I draw the line. Like, you know, general lefty politics are fine. You can't be pro antifa that's that's my ideological litmus test but uh, but i don't have antifa friends so it doesn't really matter i had one friend delete me off facebook for saying that the wage gap is not a product of discrimination 
What a pussy. Oh my God. And he messaged me to tell him to tell me that. Um, and that's a guy I've known for like 10 years. Uh, but other than that, it's been pretty minimal. Um, and the most of my friends that I'm currently involved with frequently are friends that I've had f- basically since childhood, you know, since we were teenagers. So I kind of live on the internet and do my day-to-day business off the internet and hang out with long-standing friends that we don't have complete political agreement, but we're such long-standing friends. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. That's kind of the same for me. It was just the other day, uh, some of my uh, friends, I just found out they they really don't care for free speech that much. Hmm. Uh, there's a, <laughs> there's a video of some uh some waffle house somewhere i don't remember where it was a uh, white guy or something black dude just got up and started beating the piss out of him now i don't like the white dude i think he's an asshole but uh you know they were cheering him on and they're totally saying how yeah some words you can totally just kick the shit out of somebody over and i just man that's just not something i could get behind Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I had a lot of people that were like that with the Richard Spencer thing. Like, oh, I want to make T-shirts of Richard Spencer getting punched in the face. I'm like, what the yeah. fuck is wrong with you? I, I also with had you? I had to call out a. I don't, as a general rule, I don't call people out on Facebook because I, I just that's not what I view Facebook is for. You know, I don't post my politics on there. I'm not here. That's to like, what all social media is for. I just I hate it. So I try not to jump people on Facebook. Only one time did I do it to a friend. He's not even a friend. I haven't talked to him for years. We interned together back in college. But he posted back to back, like zero self-awareness. So I just had to send him a screenshot. Zero self-awareness. One post, he said, make racists afraid again with a celebratory picture of Richard Spencer being punched. Next post, we must not accept the violent tendencies of the right wing and that and that. (laughs) No self-awareness. So I said, look, I'm not here to fight you. I just want you to be aware. I want you to look at your posts in secession and... Uh, note the uh, note the contradiction. I'll see myself out, but he didn't delete me, and I never argued with him. Oh God. Hmm. Anyhow, um, but okay. So, what are you doing with these friends of yours who are expressing uh, violence approval? Uh, I, I kind of just argued with them, but I don't know. I, it's like each day by day, week by week, they seem to be sliding, sliding farther and farther. So I, I don't know. I don't know. It really sucks because I, I mean, I've been friends with these guys for years. They're really great guys, but I mean, holy cow, if they're going to start, you know, going that yeah. far, I don't know. No, that's know true. What. That's true. And like, you can't replace old friends, but at the same time, I've seen this, especially with my brother, like hang on to some people for a really long time that are losers that he has nothing in common with because they're old friends. And I've always been like, listen, you need to dump some of these people. But they're they're old friends. I'm like, wow. But sometimes your friendships are just no longer compatible with. Like, if you can't speak freely, what's the point of being friends with somebody? Well, I don't think there's a there's any problem with drawing a moral line on violence either. Like, I I I hesitate to draw a line on ideological issues. But but if it's if it's a violence issue, even if it's advocacy of it, I don't think that's an unacceptable moral line to draw. To be honest, that was the biggest. I was so confused because all I really said was. I don't think it's okay to beat people up over words unless hmm. it's a th- outright threat, threat. to you yeah, or yeah. your loved ones. Yeah. And they, I, I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> that just seems like a no brainer to me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I, I agree. I mean, but, people will still treat you like crap for saying that. Though. Yeah. Are you, um, I, I don't want to get too personal, but are you in a position like, are you in college right now? Are you in a place where you could seek out other friends or, Oh, um, um 
Yeah, we've kind of, I've, me and this group of friends have kind of grown apart because they went to college. Uh, I kind of joined a trade. Sure. Um, so I'm, they came out stupid and you came out with a skill? <laughs> Is that what happened? <laughs> I mean, sure. I, mean, I guess so. <laughs> I mean, I would say if you're in a position where other social groups that are more aligned with your, I want to say worldview, but it's just like a simple value of like, hey, violence isn't that cool. Uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with testing out some other social groups. I don't think you have to close yeah. doors either, but uh, close doors either. But, um, but yeah, I mean, people who who like I said, I draw the line at Antifa, and it sounds like they are getting into some Antifa value territory. Yeah, like, but. I mean, I have other friends. Most of them are on online, but uh, yeah, I don't really talk to them anymore unless it's about like sports or something. Because yeah, I, and that's a good strategy too. I mean, you can just keep it to non-political issues. Anyhow, yeah. um, we'll we'll have to let you go there, but uh, good good luck with that. I uh, <laughs> my strategy is find a small group of good friends that you know you can trust and you appreciate, and um, yeah. and just be be a hermit. Other than that, that's <laughs> yeah, <good>. <laughs> that's exactly. <laughs> what yeah. All right, thanks, guys. Appreciate Later. it. Bye. Okay, we good on uh, Super Chat? Keep moving? Uh, yeah, actually, we can just roll through these right now. Stan, $2. Okay. Um, I'm moving it along, Stan. Zero topic for tonight. Oh, but we uh. did get a chat with him yesterday because one of our patrons. We love Stan. Yeah. Um, conservative black man, $5. I was called a coon for just criticizing both sides of Charlottesville and when I brought <laughs> up Antifa to counter a white person called me an Uncle Tom. Oh, that's classic. Oh, Jesus. I, you people know, you do know, this to Tree of Logic all the time, too. Yeah. It makes me so mad. In terms of different experiences, people talk about different experiences for races and this and that. As an outside observer, that is the one yeah. form of real racism that I can't experience. No one will ever, um, they'll say to me, like, your opinion doesn't count because you're a white male. So I guess that's something that's sort of similar. But to say um, like you, you're a you race can't traitor. have calling this opinion. Calling somebody an Uncle Tom is just calling yeah. them a race traitor. That's like the worst thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess, <laughs> like, I don't get called a race traitor very frequently. And I can't, to me, that's just such an ugly form of racism. You can't have this set of ideas or values yeah. on, account of, on account of your skin. Ugh. Oh, and we just had another one come in um, from Bo Christie, $10. Who's worse, Oberman or Michael Moore? Ooh, damn. Oh, Oberman for sure. Really? I really Michael hate Moore Michael has Moore. moments of clarity. Remember when he explained like Trump? Remember when he did that? Yeah, whole... but I think that that makes him more insidious. I think he has more influence than Keith Oberman. Uh, I mean, you could watch Keith Oberman and be like, that guy's off of his fucking rocker. He has a mental illness. Yeah, I'm saying wow. worse in connection to reality. If you're saying oh, worse, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, worse threat. We know Oberman. I joke that like I make videos out of my mom's basement. I'm pretty sure Oberman actually does make I videos know, out of his I mom's know. basement. Jeez. Yeah, I, I still have to say Michael Moore for that. Um, and then one just came in, uh, William Martin, $2, ready for civil war. Yeah, I was talking about this with my mom right before I got on the show. Like, I, yeah. I just have a bad feeling. I just have a really bad impending doom style feeling. Like, I need to yeah. get out of Seattle way earlier than I planned. Yeah, uh, I don't know. For now, just um, reinforce your apartment or wherever you're living. Like, I don't know, get, get some extra locks and some extra guns. I have like <laughs> five lines of defense before somebody yeah. gets to my apartment so i'm not too worried about it let's bring constantine in constantine are you here to get us in trouble again <laughs> oh, can hey you constantine hear me? yeah yeah can you hear me? so uh my question's gonna have a bit of a like prelude i'm gonna lead into this sure so i live in ohio which is mm -hmm. the worst state for uh the opioid epidemic, and I live in mm. one of the worst counties for the opioid epidemic in one of the worst states. 
Mm-hmm. So what, what's your entire thoughts on this? What should we do about it? Uh, is it like, should we hard on the war on drugs, decriminalize and treat or just legalize everything? What do you, what do you think? Um, okay. So in Seattle, there's a needle exchange program and people will argue for it and say that it decreases incidence of HIV and hepatitis C, but I haven't seen a lot of strong evidence for that. And there are needles all over this city and a lot more opiate addicts than there were in this area like three years ago. So I'm under the impression that that doesn't work, although I've heard it works. It worked in Portugal to um, decrease drug dependence. Um, but criminalizing it, that doesn't help people get sober. They, they, they can still get opiates in prison, um, and they're not really giving them any rehabilitative therapy. Um, so at this point in time, I would have to say that methadone and NA in conjunction is probably the best to reduce recidivism. But I'd have to look at some studies. But needle exchange is not working here. Can you describe exactly well, what, what needle exchange means? Because I'm unclear on that. Like, I haven't put a lot of thought to this issue. I'm under the impression that it means that you can go to like a there's there's also injection site stations, so you can like get clean needles at this needle exchange. Um, I think you might be able to you know get rid of old needles, but most people just dispose of them in garbage cans and on the street. Um, and then you can go to an injection site where you will not get arrested for having a small amount of I think almost any drug. Ah. Well, heroin for sure. Okay, with the idea that you will sort of self-wean off of and safely self-wean off of the drug or well, what? Well, with the idea that they aren't that they don't want to continue to arrest people for, you know, not for possession, not distribution. Mm, okay. So like I tweeted the other day, I went to the well, local dog park and I saw people um like nodding out in the dog park and one of them had their opiate kit like set up. Like it was like it was like a needle gauze and a bunch of other heroin just sitting right out. And this was in the middle of the day in the middle of Seattle. Hmm. Uh, what are your thoughts? Have you heard of the Narcan? What's your take? No, is it like methadone? Have you heard of a, uh, it, no, it's, it's actually, it's, it's amazing. It's basically, a, they can revive people who overdose. They actually saved my cousin's life. I'll say hmm. that. And there's a big debate. Is this just like a bailout? Are they just going to keep on overdosing? And then that's the big debate, like where I live right now. So is this problem in Ohio? Has it is it so bad now because it's gotten dramatically worse, or has it just been bad for a very long time? Like, what's the trend in the area that you live? Well, we've always been the worst in the union. Out of all fifty states, we've had the worst heroin problem, and over mm-hmm. the past two years, we've gone even higher in terms of overdoses and just addiction in general. And has the state done anything to combat that? Does the state have any plan? Well, basically the Narcan uh, has been the thing. Uh, we did pass the thing called, we did pass the Good Samaritan law, which was basically if you're with your buddy and he overdoses, you call the cops, you get immunity. Ah, That's okay. good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I don't really know what's going to work. I I do have a lot of empathy for people with addiction. So, hmm. all right. Well, th- thanks for thanks for the thoughts. Um, I, yeah, it's not something I've put a lot of thought to, but I know the president is big on this. Do we know what Trump's? So Trump came out and said this is um, a national crisis or whatever he said. Um, did he offer any any plan about action on this? I, I haven't followed up on that story too much. Who me? Uh, either. As of far you. as I, you, I know, it's. As far as I know, it's just like sessions, the war on drugs, everything. Oh, so we just, we just send sessions out there to prosecute everybody. (laughs) 
No, I'm just kidding. I, I have no idea. I haven't read about it. So I was just curious if the president had a plan. But uh, he seems to care about the issue quite a lot, at least. All right. Well, we'll let you go. Thank you, Constantine. And uh, have a great night. And you might tune in uh, later because we have a question that is in direct regard to your question <laughs> that you had asked us last week. Uh, so check out the end of the show if you, if you have to dip out. Okay. All right. I, I think I lost him. All right. We'll see you, Constantine. There we go. Will you refresh your video? I like to oh, see your yeah. facial expressions. Yeah, I keep I keep an eye on it. So for people to be aware, um, my video on the show isn't freezing, but it's freezing. There's two separate video feeds. One goes to the stream, one goes to Blonde, and the one that's going to yeah. Blonde is freezing. So I'm trying to keep an eye on it. Like I can see when it's frozen, but it's a small window. Anyway. Uh, this is all caller? the social interaction I've had today, so I need to see your face. Yeah, I like it that way. <laughs> I'm, I don't need more social interaction. Uh, we good to we good to move on to the next caller, or should we? Take uh, it? Let's actually get these super chats out of the way. Um, okay. Falcon Millennial, five dollars. Is it racist that I'm white and dating a second generation immigrant of Chilean Mexican heritage? No, of course it's not. Why would that be racist? Why would that be racist? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, friend of the show, Congrats, Stan again. Yeah. <laughs> usually, usually those Latina women, I assume women might be, might be, I don't know, whatever. All I'm saying is congratulations. <laughs> um, friend of the show, Stan, $10, get Rebecca the buck, the fuck out of Seattle land. Oh, and fuck all Cuomo's. Can't they just leave us in New York alone? I'm, I'm see, going Stan. I'm, I'm getting out of here. One um, of the many journalists to share that dumbass picture of, of, um, of U.S. soldiers storming the Normandy beaches, wading through the the ocean, was Chris Cuomo saying, "Here's a picture of a bunch of anti-fascists uh, interrupting a white supremacist meeting or whatever." Okay, because Antifa is the same as the D-Day invading. Yeah, that is military dis- forces. Disgraceful. Yeah. That is, oh my God. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Peak fine. fake news, Chris Cuomo. Um, Jenny case, $10 because I find blonde's reaction face is hilarious. And Matt is okay too. Thank you so much. <laughs> I have a hey, very okay, impressive face. Okay. Is better than terrible. As okay. <laughs> is all I have to be. Matt is pretty. Okay. Yeah. Um, Timothy Frampton, uh, $17, 77, six cents. Ah, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, uh, have you guys heard of the revelations 12 sign? Pretty interesting stuff. No, Mm-mm. I have no idea what that is. Sorry, bro. Sorry. On uh, last but one, Black do, Magic. If, do email if you have an interesting link or whatever. Send us an email, yeah. beauty at gmail.com or Matthew L. Christensen at gmail.com. Uh, last one, Black Magic, $5. Do you find today's political environment more similar to 1930s Weimar Republic with street fights or Mao's cultural revolution with statue removal? I mean, they're reminiscent of both. I mean, Weimar Republic, like they were dealing with a lot of problems that hopefully we're not going to have to deal with, obviously. Yeah, um, but as far as political enough. unrest is concerned, yeah. Did you watch Sargon's video today? No, I know he did one, and I think Sticks did a video on the same topic too, and I haven't seen that either. But I should watch both because I'm not – I don't know a lot about the history of the time. This uh, is unprecedented civil unrest in my lifetime. Have you? Do you remember anything like this in your oh, life? Oh, yeah. I, I, I can't remember a time as politically violent or as racially charged in our lifetime right. at all. That's, it, this is peak yeah. to me. And like I was saying before the show, thankfully, it's not a part of my day-to-day life. I don't see this stuff on a day-to-day basis. If I lived in Seattle or another urban center, and I did, yeah, I'd probably be a lot more alarmed about it. I, I'm alarmed about it from afar. But thankfully, I don't have to worry about it, generally speaking, on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, it's really depressing. <laughs> 
Um, and we can save the rest. Let's okay. Let's keep let's, it. Uh, oh, you're going to regret that because you know who's up next. It's Jay Fry. Oh, I thought you were going to say Boom Baby. I was like, we fucking talked about this. <laughs> Listen, no, we'll, we'll sort that out. Hey, hey. Oh, it's Jay Fry from the inside of a vacuum cleaner. I know. Apparently. What are you saying? <laughs> I, uh, yeah, my system's updating, so I'm on a Bluetooth. Shit. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, I can still hear you. It's not the worst ever. Really? It's kind of bad, though. You sound like no. you're in a submarine. I can't hear anything you're saying. Okay, speak up a little bit, and let's... I can bump. I can bump his volume for the stream a little bit. I, I'm in a bunker. Yeah, <laughs> no, right. I, I got you now. I got you. Uh, so Ben Shapiro is a Jew. Am I right? Oh my God. <laughs> okay. Are you Are you here to uh, look? Uh, well, I'll, you you offer your comments first. Um, because we might be on a similar wavelength. And I hope that it gets frozen on a neutral facial expression for me. <laughs> Proceed. Shapiro. Uh. I keep calling him the Judas goat because that that's what it always is. Like, like he picks these crucial points in like American politics to go batshit crazy with nonsense. Huh? Th- that is and interesting. Cause what... we had a theory that it was on a time schedule, you know, like, is it semi-annual? Is it blonde said it was quarterly? You're saying it's according yeah. to like the, the pivotal moments in political developments. Yeah, he decides to go, oh, Michelle Fields got the shit knocked out of her. And and there's video of that not happening. And now with what's going on, he's uh, he's liking uh, and retweeting the silencing of whites and talking. Wait, he retweeted what? I was a, um, a captioned picture from Jabberjaws uh, with a black girl putting her hand over a white girl's mouth and saying it's not her time to talk. He retweeted what? that bitch period? That sounds really uncharacteristic, but I'll have to check that out. Holy shit. Yeah. I'll have to I mean, I don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I don't because he's said a lot of what I consider to be uncharacteristic stretches over the past few days here. Yeah. Um, I don't know. No, this seems all characteristic of Ben. This is exactly wow. what the Michelle Fields things was like, though. Like everything that came out of his mouth. I was like, are, are we on the same planet? I, d- I don't know. And that's how what, I feel about okay. him this week. I'm like, yeah, because the media went into about? a frenzy for Trump not disavowing the the white supremacists, the KKK, the neo-Nazis, whatever. He comes out and does that. And then they say, well, it wasn't fast enough. And you're reading off a teleprompter and they're still pissed. And then Ben comes out and says, no, it's not good enough because you didn't specifically condemn the alt-right. No, in fact, because you didn't, it's a passive endorsement of the alt-right uh, because he That's didn't contend them good enough. It was it was a weird stretch. Now I can adm- I can get with him in so far as he was asked about the alt right and he kind of played dumb on it a little bit and said like, well, what is it? What do you mean? But to say that that's a passive endorsement, come on, dude. Like I I just I get really frustrated by this disavowal game too. Like we yeah. have to sit here and go down the box, check all the boxes. I disavow X, Y, and Z. How about just? I, I don't have a problem with the things that he said. There were a bunch of people doing bad, violent actions in Charlottesville, and we should call out the violent actions. It's pretty much that simple. But Ben called yeah. him moral, a moral failure for not calling out the alt-right, which I thought was a bit of a stretch to me. Yeah, he's always reaching. But over the weekend, we had, on Saturday, there was a, we'll call it a riot, and that was between Antifa and, and the alt-right. And then Sunday in Seattle and New York, there were two other riots. There were no alt-right people. It was only Antifa doing, um, 
cheerfully. And then on Monday, we had a couple of statues messed with. Baltimore tore one down at 3 in the morning last night. Yeah. You know, and then that was... Like, does Baltimore have that kind of special money that they can hire police, take them off their path to guard a, a statue, and then a midnight crew of construction workers with a trucker to to crane out and remove the statue. Like, you don't have that kind of money, Baltimore. You just lost a major lawsuit. Yeah. And you have all that room to to riot if you if you want it. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I think where I think where Ben really lost me on this, like I, I he criticizes the president all the time. I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with the the fact that if he um, didn't like that the president didn't call out the alt-right or whatever else. But to me, the line that he crossed was an attribution of malice where there is no evidence of malice. Like he's assigning yeah. this moral failure or this malicious intent to the president where there's no evidence well, that there was the malicious intent. Well, this is the same shit intent. that he does with Milo. Like he, he guards these biases that he has and he uses every available opportunity to like pull out all the biases at once, even when the topic isn't associated to what's going on. Like bringing yeah. up Milo within this circumstance is just, it's, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely petty and ridiculous. Yeah. I have a different theory about Ben's schedule. And I think the theory might be that when I go to bat for him the hardest, that's when he will, <laughs> that's I mean, when he will set up for again, a huge failure. You know, I, I, I know, can't. That's the critical. I'm never going to defend I him. I guess again. so. Because we had that e- emailer last week and the emailer got back in touch with me. And, and we were e- emailing a bit about, because I think we disagree a little bit, but I appreciate that he has a challenging perspective. And then we were emailing today and I said, God damn it, right when I go to bat for Ben, he has to yeah. do something crazy. And he's like, I, 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 I admit that I felt a little bit of redemption and smugness <laughs> based on my, my week of uh, vindication. Anyway, all right. Uh, you got any like any other terrible things you want to say to get us in trouble before you get no. out of here? <laughs> no, no. But it's just that the, the final thing is that all these people who are like, uh, the, the alt left's not a thing. It's just a term Trump made up. Yeah. Like, all, all words and terms are things that people made up. Yeah. Well, I love the, the saying too. Um, oh, well, the alt left is just a bunch of people who want universal health care. My God, what terrible people. No, they're actually people who hit you with bike locks and set yeah. things on fire. Yeah. They have done some really terrible things. Let's not, uh, let's not brush over that. All right. I don't call get out. Wait, sorry, I misheard. I couldn't hear that. What was that? I don't call it the alt left. I call it the control left. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a very authoritarian group. All right, I'm getting you out of here before you get our Discord server banned. Although I guess you could just go into other parts of the server and (laughs) talk all the Nazi talk you want. Exactly. All right, later. Appreciate it. Later. Let me catch up on some of these super chats. Uh, Tropical Toucan, $2. Did you talk about Iceland aborting, he said, retard babies, but they've almost eliminated, I don't know if you read this article today, but they've almost completely eliminated Down syndrome through abortion. So what is it, is it, uh, what is it, an option for mothers or is it like a state policy we should? No, I think it's, I think it's an option. I mean, okay, well, but it's such a, a, a liberal country that I'm sure that that it's you know filled with feminists. I think they have mm. one of the highest sexual number counts on average of any country outside of New Zealand. That's New a Zealand. stat that's tracked, like how many sexual partners. Yeah, the average woman, I think, it's either New Zealand or Australia, has had the... 27 sexual partners. Average. Is it self-reported? Or how do yeah. they get it? 
I mean, it must be self-reported, I guess. So you got to think there's a lot of lying, though, but I guess maybe not. Yeah, but there would be a lot of reason for under-reporting. Yeah, that's true. Like, if you lie and say, only 27. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, a dude would do that, but would any woman? Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. All right. Um, Chris Wolf, $5. Since we are getting accused of it anyway, it's starting to get difficult to not see the worst elements of the alt-right as being on our side. Mm. Um. Yeah, I would agree with this too. Like part of me feels like I need to abandon any position that's being attacked because people, no matter what I say, people are going to call me a Nazi. Well, what was frustrating for me is, especially with Charlottesville, is I saw the first I heard of this event was Bill Maher talking about it on Friday night. And he was like, oh, there's a bunch of white nationalists meeting in Charlottesville. And my thought was, well, that that's a term that no longer holds meetings. So a meaning. So what are we talking right. about? So I, I figured it was just going to be like your generic. Traffic. Yeah. Your generic MAGA meme meetup. And then it and then Saturday rolls around and I see a bunch of guys walking around with swastika flags actually saying the Jews will never replace us and I those know, sorts and of things. Like, oh, and I was, but, oh, OK. So this is <laughs> an, this is actually that. But that's the trouble is they've cried wolf so many times that my assumption is against them upon first reporting. And I have to go and substantiate it myself before I'll believe any of the titles that they use. Yep. So, uh. um, angry bell sprout or bells. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, $5. What do you think would happen if MLK statues started coming down? Think the liberals would suddenly care about destruction of property. Yeah, I'm sure they would. Yeah. I heard that he thought he wanted like therapy for gay people or, or, uh, conversion therapy. Is that true? I've never seen, uh, I don't know, substantiation of that, but if it is, it's kind of an interesting trolling point. A super great man either. I mean, yeah, was um, was he history and he visited he, frequent frequented prostitutes and things like was that. Was he one? Yeah, was he one of those guys that upped that sexual partner count average a lot? <laughs> he just overreported too. Yeah. Um, okay, the last Gen Xer, five dollars. I'm from LA and lived through the LA riots. That was way worse than what happened on Saturday. Hmm. Not to minimize what happened on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. How many people died in the LA riots? I think I heard like. 50 or something was that was that like early 90s like it was a little it was definitely before my like politically observant time i don't know why don't you google it while i read the next one okay i will do um hope you writer thanks (laughs) google it uh secretly hoping for armageddon during the eclipse the d-day meme put me over the edge where's the kool-aid dude this i understand i get like this way more than skag does and sometimes i have to have him talk me down but sometimes i'm like I just don't want to exist in this part of society. Like, I, I just can't anymore. And today was one of those days where I'm like, I want off of this ride of life. Yeah. <laughs> just I nightmare. watched three episodes of Thrones today rather than keeping up with the news. <laughs> like, Some days I just want to retreat and be a recluse and not interact with anybody, not my neighbors, nobody, because I'm like, oh, my God. I wake up every morning and I make my breakfast and I watch network news usually the today show and it was so filled with fake news this morning like the fakest the outright lies like it always has a slant but they were just straight up lying about charlottesville this morning i thought nope i'm gonna go i'm gonna go watch thrones instead so tv and fast food day we'll we'll get back on it tomorrow yeah um robert atkinson two dollars do either of you follow devin tracy i don't uh it's same same guy's atheism is unstoppable right yeah um, I've never interacted with him personally. I've never really followed his stuff personally. Me neither. Whatever happened when he got, didn't he get kicked off YouTube? Yeah, he's had, um, I know enough to know that he's had some, um, interactions that would challenge the terms of service. Let's put it that way. I don't know enough about to opine. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I, I know a little bit and I know there's some shady dealings, but, um, but it's probably not fair for me to 
I won't disavow because I don't know enough. Like Trump, I have to wait for the facts to come in before I'll disavow. Disavow. Yeah, and it was 92, right by the way, the LA riots. Oh, oh yeah. Do you know how many yeah. people died? Ah, I just closed the window. All right, do another one and then I'll tell you. Uh, Rick Moranis, $5. How about those Game of Thrones leaks? Am I right? I, I haven't watched any of the leaks because hmm. I've just been watching it on something. Yeah, what did after. they leak? Scripts? Like they're holding scripts hostage? No, I think hostage? the whole episodes got leaked. Like oh, next damn. week's episode got leaked as well. Is it next oh. week? Like the season finale is coming up. Is it next week or the week after? Oh my God, is it almost over already? Yeah, because these, these last two seasons are so short. So I'm not going to catch up this season, but ne- I can watch the finale season when it comes out. So that's that'll be good enough next next year when that comes out. Um, Jim Kozlowski, $2. Can you believe Trump didn't disavow cancer? I know. He just needs to. God, just that, that. What about AIDS, too? <laughs> I know. God. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Polecat, $15. Thank you very much. Skag is obviously a lizard person. This is true. How much of a super <laughs> chat would it take for him to take off the skin suit and do an actual face reveal? <laughs> um, well, it's not a skin suit, so the cost to get me to like actually scratch off my real skin would be pretty high. I'd have to... I, guess I don't know how sp- much financial trouble are we in in this hypothetical situation. Hey, things are looking all right, but you know, you never know because YouTube, uh, you, you never know what's stable and what's not. But things uh, are looking all right because of super chat. Yeah, well, seriously. Well, and, and other. I mean, <laughs> we've had some good channel growth lately. Like we're in position to make something real. Um, we just got to keep at the grind. But again, any of these platforms could just disappear tomorrow. So I hate yeah. to think that what we have today is going to be here tomorrow. Anyway, 63 dead in uh, the uh, LA riots. Jesus, that is, that is a lot of people. Um, and the last one, Stan, $2. Look at the stars, the classical music on. It is calming. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Something about living in a city where, like, there's civil unrest and being in a conservative position. Like, I know f- for a fact that people want to kill me. And so I'm also kind of afraid that I'm going to be targeted. <laughs> So, you know, it's really stressful. And so I was complaining about it on Twitter. Today. What like, if you what? just come out as trans for like intersectional protection? You think I should just like draw on a beard? Like I <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like the Halloween costume. Do that. Oh, that was so creepy. <laughs> I watched that episode the other day or the end of it. Like when I took my hair down, I was like, this is so weird. This is the weird. <laughs> oh, and then we have one more. Um, okay. Scrooge McDuck, a uh, hundred kroner. Uh, hey, U.S. expat and veteran living in Norway, Scandinavia mm. is way too overhyped in U.S. progressive media. I really enjoy what you're both doing. Props. Thank you. I very would much. love to go to Scandinavia for personal reasons. That is uh, my heritage is Scandinavian. So someday Denmark, I'd love to go to Denmark and Norway and po- I mean, maybe Sweden if it's safe to go to Sweden. <laughs> I, uh, I don't but, know. Yeah. After I went to Sweden, I was like, I don't really want to come back here. I heard oh. Finland gets it. Finland is probably the place to go hang out. Finland doesn't do this garbage, apparently. I don't know. Okay, let's get uh, let's get Onion Head in here. Um, there we go. Onion Head, you're good to go. Good evening. Good evening. Hey. Hello. That's smooth sound. Oh, yeah. I was actually um I was actually playing uh, PUBG the other day and my team were like I feel like I'm in an ASMR because I was like talking quiet. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 Um anyhow. Um am I the only person who is just so burnt out on this last weekend? No. I, I like, share that, but I am also so pissed off at the lies and deception that I'm motivated to talk about it too, you know? Well yeah. that's that's impressive <laughs> props <laughs> to you for not because today i was going through my normal um 
I mean, I have my daily podcast that I listen to every day. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's just every single one was talking about the same thing and playing the Trump clips from yesterday and yeah and everything. And I'm just like, I just like I get it. I understand why it's important and I understand why this needs to be talked about, but it's just all negative from all sides. Yeah. Yeah. There was even a hint of it in a sports podcast I listened to. I was mowing the what? lawn this morning and they just they in, they introduced their show with that song it's the end of the world as we know it, you know, and they were just <laughs> they didn't talk about it much but they just kind of hinted at it and the whole time I'm listening I'm like I put this on cuz I want to listen to fucking sports cuz the today show was fake news and I don't want to listen to fake news about Charlottesville. I want to hear discussion about sports and they they did do that. They didn't teeter off into the political Good. realm. Um, but they were they were close and they were hinting at it and i was annoyed even by that by the hinting <laughs> yeah for the channel for the channels i follow on youtube and podcasts and things the the only time i get respite from this kind of talk is the tech the tech ones that i follow but even yeah then, like you said yeah. everyone's starting to just sort of be like oh in case you're curious this is the side we're on very very subtly and <sighs> and everything but um yeah. You know, and then you get on Facebook and it's all this and you get on Twitter and it's all this and everything. And I, I had an issue last, well, not an issue, but we had a heated argument last week on, on our show, my co-host and I, and mm -hmm. it, after dissecting it the next day, I realized that the, the reason we weren't getting anywhere, it was like 20 minutes of just talking circles around each other. It was very irritating. Um, and I, I realized it's just a divide of basic principle. And I think that's what's happening. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because, because you, I mean, I see all of my friends, I used to be in the music industry and I, you know, everybody in the music industry, <laughs> not to paint with a broad brush, but they are all extremely liberal. And so I have all like these the song, people Good on my Night, Facebook, right, you know? Yeah. And, and yeah. I have all these people who are just saying, I can't believe how many of my friends are defending these Nazis. <sighs> and I'm, and I see these posts under it and they're, you know, and it's them saying, well, they do have a right to speak. And once yeah. they, you know, once, and they're saying, well, how can you say they have a right to speak? They're Nazis. Yeah. Does it matter? I don't understand exactly. why people think that Nazi is a special category that makes you exempt from the rights that from are, constitutional by the way, rights and, 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 privileges. and it's so, it's, like, it's so bad. Nazis get these same rights and privileges as right. everybody. And it's so backwards. It's like, by the way, these aren't, they're not rights because the government hands them out like tickets. They're rights because they're inalienable and they're inalienable to Nazis too. It's not exactly. like the government says, okay, you're a good boy, so you get some rights. No, no, it's an inalienable human right, free speech, okay? Exactly. So, so like the, the basic difference. I've noticed is um, I actually saw a clip of Andrew Breitbart from 2012 when he was mm -hmm. saying the basic difference is we believe in equality and they don't. They believe in original sin of being white and yeah. how, you know, the whole thing like like um, the couple, maybe his last caller was talking about how, you know, white people need to be quiet because it's not their turn to speak. Identity politics basically is... And I mean, it's said in this way all the time. It's the oppression Olympics and you're stacking people up according to their intersectionality. But that simply translates to some people are better than others. And so to, when, when mm. people on the left say, yeah, but these are Nazis, what they're implying is they are less free because they're white and, I dis and their viewpoints are less than, say, you know, obviously the comparison, what do we want, dead cops, when do we want it now? Yeah. Versus a... Uh, uh, 
a comic I saw, you know, internet comic I saw yesterday that said, gee, I wish I could just punch this Nazi. And the other person said, well, he's flying he's flying a banner that represents a murderous ideology, Duh. which is tantamount to incitement. Holding a because Nazi communism flag isn't a murderous is ideology. I know, a hundred million people dead. God. Exactly. But simply saying the flag he's holding is inciting violence the same as fire in a crowded theater. That's they're outrageous. saying that constitutes uh, not protected speech. And I'm well, like, their their worldview is anti-American at that yeah. point. It is it is plainly anti-American. It's anti-constitution, and that's where you lose guys like me. I'm sorry, you don't. You, you, that's not incitement to violence. You have a constitutional right to wear a shirt that says "fuck the draft." You have a constitutional right to wear a shirt that has a swastika on it. You yeah, don't have a constitutional do right to about sorry, about ahead. identity politics. I mean, what's to be done about that? I watched Sargon's video today, and it left me. It, it was confounding because he was like, I just hear people like all the time and say, well, we just can't engage in any identity politics. The only people that are willing to put away their identity are white people. So the in situation there is that people are still expressing their identity politics if they're minorities and then white people aren't allowed to, which is causing the very exactly. problem that we're in now. And yeah. I hear a lot of people saying, well, you know, obviously this Nazi white supremacist movement is a backlash directly um, converse or inverse to um, to Black Lives Matter, saying white people are, you know, you don't have a right to speak. Um, yeah. But if it, it goes back to what we've completely lost as a country and a society of putting yourself in somebody else's shoes and fighting hate with love and understanding. And it, it's, it, it gets you yelled at on Facebook to say, put yourself in the shoes of this white supremacist. Why do they think that way? How can they possibly justify that to themselves? Because they don't think we're the bad guys. These are people who are acting out because they feel they're being oppressed. They feel they are justified because they feel that they, as white people, that's why they say, well, they, you know, Jews or, or you, whichever one you choose to believe that they were shouting, will not replace us. They think they're going to Wait, be. Wait, there's replaced. controversy about what they were saying. They're saying yeah, you will not replace. Oh, I forget no, who it no, was, no. but somebody's like, they're it not was clearly Jews. Jews. I, really? I know. Because yeah. I've never heard anybody alt in the alt right say that they're worried about being replaced by Jews. Okay. Well,. When I heard it, it seemed pretty clear. But but even if it you wasn't, you will when, not replace us. Makes a lot more sense. Okay, it but does. even if it but, is, you will not replace us. That's still and what they what they mean is another racial group. Like it's it's effectively the same, regardless. Yeah, exactly. but to the media, that's not nearly as bad as saying Jews will so, not replace so, us. Well, so I yeah, to me, I don't see a distinction. Yeah, necessarily. Nah, I yeah, it, I don't. I don't. Like I said, doesn't matter whichever it was. But basically, psychologically, these are people who are acting out the same way children do. When you don't get, don't give a child. I just had my second child, and my first child is, hmm. I'll break something so they'll pay more attention to me instead of cooing over the baby. Yeah, that's yeah. what people do. These, that's what they're doing. They're not. Yeah. They're not just. Hey, you know what'd be a good idea? Let's go march and get a bunch of negativity on us for no good reason. They think yeah. they're justified based on all the identity politics saying that, you know, white people are less than. So yeah. That was, that's, well, that's my point. I'll have to cut you off there for uh, Nazi promotion. And I assume you'll be banned yeah. from discord immediately, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I, I do take your point very seriously. And I think that is, uh, that is, um, I was told by a psychology professor and I, it might be entirely bullshit because it was psychology. <laughs> but he did say something that always stuck with me. And he said the last faculty of the human brain that develops is the ability to consider a situation or an event from the perspective of another person. And for a lot of people, including adults, it never actually develops. I don't know mm -hmm. if that's true or not, but just based on layman observation, 
I know a lot of people who, for whatever reason, seem incapable of considering something from the perspective of another person. And certainly this would be symptomatic of that if you're, uh, as you're describing, if, if I shouldn't have to consider their perspective. They're Nazis. Nazi is the code <laughs> mm-hmm. word that yep. you just use to dismiss everything you don't like. All right. Those, those are good thoughts, man. I really appreciate it. And, um, uh, you know, we look forward to hearing from you next time with that sweet sound. All right. Thanks so much, guys. Have a good one. Okay. We're, man. We're going to have to move along here. Um, we got can a we million take... super chats. Okay. We'll have to hustle. Okay. Dave has $2. Um, yes, a beard would be perfect, blonde. No, you go to the <laughs> Halloween episode of Beauty and the Beta if you want to see that. It was a now, nightmare. We, what are we going to do this year to top it? We're going to, maybe I'll do I don't Bigfoot. know, but you took maybe away do... sexy Halloween from me last year, and that's not going to okay, happen. Okay. So you can again, do that so. this year, and I'll do Bigfoot. I'll be Bigfoot. That would be All right. fun. All right, fine. Uh, message from Adrian, $5. Did you guys hear about Lauren Southern's ban from Instagram for fat shaming our hedgehog? I did. Oh, my God. That's re- Okay, I have to look that up. Uh, Yoda Economics, $5. My friend tried to encourage me to get a tranny girlfriend so I can let up my lefty street cred, so I can up my lefty street, street cred. He's, he's, he, was, uh, he was kidding, of course. Ugh. Oh, okay. Well, he's in, the, he's in the roll call, so we'll hear from him later. I but, hope uh, he was kidding. Damn. Yeah, um, if, I'd be curious to hear about that. Sorry, one sec. Uh, Tammy's Boudry, $5. Just a little something for you, too. Love the show and keep it going. Thank you Thank so you. much, Tammy. We appreciate that. Lucas Devlin, $14.88 as usual. <laughs> Matt, watching your subs blow up after the chunk yogurt vid makes me feel <laughs> like a hipster. I can say I listened to his underground shit before everyone else found <laughs> Congrats on your reason. No, I have to disavow, Luke. I have to disavow. <laughs> I've been told by the I have to disavow Lucas Devlin. I condemn. I disassociate. And we'll give back all the uh, fourteen eighty eight donations. Just <laughs> no, joking. Um, I appreciate that. And uh, yeah, it's it's been a blast, man. And and growing this channel and growing this project has been so much fun. So um, so yes, I hope you can be a hipster. I hope that's fun. Um, anyway, that's all. That's all I. I um, Scott, <laughs> being Allen. a hipster for this show is just a funny concept to me. Yeah, especially for this show. <laughs> uh, Scott Allen, $20. Uh, the riots in L.A. started just before the Gulf War, so uh, us half a world away were treated to watching the police treating citizens worse than we treated our Iraqi prisoners who were actually trying to kill us. Wow, that's an interesting perspective. That is an interesting and perspective. And thank you that for serving, too. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, Scrooge McDuck, uh, 50 kroner. If you want to come down, drop me a line. I'll give you the non-cringe tour. Norway is by far the most freedom of speech loving non-EU country. No feelings laws. Ah, well, it's it's, a, it's a someday thing for me. Like I got to, uh, I, I have a lot of um, stability to establish before I start thinking about Scandinavian vacations, but it's definitely on the list of the someday's. Yeah. Um, you can come in my suitcase on my European adventure this in a few weeks. No, um, you're no, you're going to refugee land. I'm not coming with you. <laughs> no, I don't want to go there. Jeez. Uh, Jenny Case, two dollars. Feminism ruined cool cat eye glasses for everyone. I think that ah. they did too, but I still wear them because fuck feminists. Not going to steal. They've a cool moved style on to piercings glasses. and blue hair. You know, like yeah, they still have, have monopolized the. The cat eye glass, sunglasses. Yeah, and- I guess. I guess if I see that, I assume that you believe in the patriarchy. That's yeah. that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The accidental poet, ten dollars. Since we're sanitizing history, how long before hashtag punch a mongol becomes a thing? Oh I mean, they did rape, kill, conquer half of known civilization. Thirty to forty yeah. million dead. Say it with me, punch a mongol. That's <laughs> that's good. I like it. Okay. Uh, Dave we- S. Let's do like. Oh, two you more. St- oh yeah. yeah. 
Uh, Dave asked $5. I remember during Vietnam era, the government was the enemy, not fellow citizens. We protested but didn't kill each other, white, black, no matter what we were. We were yeah. one. Thank you very much for that. And then last one for right now, David Howard, $5.49. Views on decency laws, i.e. being fined for public profanity and vulgarity. ACLU Louisiana wrote a letter on behalf of Guy got ticketed for flipping off cop. Yeah, no, that's bullshit. Uh, that's, I did not hear about that. I, I, When you hear people say I'm a free speech absolutist, nobody's truly an absolutist because obviously we have threats and things like that. But uh, abs, absent speech that is directly connected to violence, although I guess maybe this uh, under the fighting words doctrine, like a middle finger to your face would count as fighting words. But I mean, how close so, was he? I don't know. But generally speaking... These sorts of these sorts of issues where it's just mean words exchanged between people. No, we can't start criminalizing that sort of right. thing. Even if it's just ticky tack fines, I will I will not concede that. That's bullshit. Yep. I'm, I'm agreed. Um, okay, we're good for now. Okay, are, big so big red annoying. doggies, good to go. Uh, get your mute. Uh, get your mic unmuted. There you go. Hi guys. What's up? Saying thank you for pulling me out of the cancer that was that waiting room. Oh God. Well, you could have gone in the quiet room. I could have, but last time I did that, I got skipped over. Oh, oh sorry. well, that's that's my mistake. I mean, you are a white male after all. I can. Yeah, my existence is a mistake for that reason. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. Don't worry, I'm there with you. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, we can do a choose-your-own-adventure. We can talk about uh, one of two things. Uh, okay. We can talk about uh, Iceland and eugenics, or the pastor and the statues. Well, we've kind of teased on both topics a little bit. I know I'm not fully informed or up to date on either. I guess I find the Iceland one a little bit more interesting. Me too. Um, yeah. Sure. Let's go with that. Well, I mean, I wanted your thoughts on it. I mean, I, I, I've read a little bit into it. I read a couple articles. There was one on the blaze that I read and that was pretty much it. But it is kind of interesting that they can't see that they're actually kind of practicing eugenics. I know. I know. They do lack self-awareness because they're a culture that's, you know, like talking about how the West is infiltrated with Nazis and they're such a progressive culture, but they were, are literally practicing Nazi style eugenics within their culture on a massive scale, like enough to eradicate a relatively common mental handicap. Mm -hmm. It's, I don't know. I think it's profoundly unethical and it makes yeah. me want to vomit well that's the struggle i always have with abortion generally is you have the collision of what is kind of a moral issue versus a liberty issue and to me it's like impossible to defend i've never heard a compelling defense of abortion from the moral perspective it's always from mm -hmm. the liberty perspective and you kind of have to choose which of those is more compelling to you um mm -hmm. and i don't know that i'll ever like i don't know that i'll ever square that in my mind or come down with a clean opinion of what the right thing is here um so all that the reason so explain to me exactly what's going on in iceland what we have is record numbers of aborted down syndrome babies or yeah i guess what they're doing is they're uh they're seeing as far as uh, they're seeing the symptoms and uh everything of down syndrome in the womb and as soon as i see that they're aborting the uh, fetus and is that at the recommendation of doctors or the state, or that is just somehow that this I'm cultural thing that's developed in Iceland? That I'm unclear on. Okay. Um, I, I'd like to find out more information on it. But, it, it uh, I can't it's, imagine it's mandated in, in any way, shape, or form. I mean, it would be, I, I can't either. 
it's much more insidious to me if it's like a government recommended thing. Well, um, if all the people are brainwashed, then if yeah. it doesn't, then they're just going to do it anyway. I mean, if they've all been infected with feminism. Yeah. Uh, and, and to be clear, it's not like that. It, ma- it makes it right or wrong in my mind based on whether the government is recommending or encouraging it or not. But it is a distinction that, that is interesting to me and matters to me. Um, I just wonder, like, why? What it, so the numbers are increasing, but what is the change that caused the increase? Is it just cultural or was there some sort of policy change? I'm probably going to lean more toward a cultural shift more than anything else. Um, I'm going to guess it, it has to do with a large part of it uh, being the, oh, there's nothing wrong with uh, doing abortion. There's nothing morally abhorrent about it. Hmm. I, I that would be my guess. Um, I mean, honestly, I don't know anybody from Iceland, so no, no. Yeah, really we need an, we need an Icelandic correspondent. We do, we do. Mm. We could call him Bjork. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I hate to I hate to cut you off. We are running no, a, a little bit I, short I on time, but um, I appreciate thinking about these things. I appreciate your thoughts on it. Oh, no problem. You guys have a good night. We'll catch you next time, man. Thanks a lot. Yep, sounds good. Uh, okay, we got a lot of callers to get through. Are we good on Super Chat? or? We got, we got a lot of Super Chats. Okay. <laughs> um, let's, do one, let's do a quick call from Steven, and then we'll hop back into Super Chat. Okay. I haven't heard from Steven for a couple of weeks. Uh, Steven, you're good to go. Hey. Como estan? Ah, estoy bien. Gracias. Shut up. It was one of those days where I had to speak Spanish half the day. But anyway, it's huh. not what I want to talk about. Okay. Um, there was something that y'all were talking about on Sunday about, I don't, who was that one chick that had, that was like mostly balding with a cane and blonde oh, or something yeah. like her life is ruined now. Oh, no, she had a buzz she cut. Was, she had a buzz cut. She No, no, she was she had her head shaved except for like one part back yeah, here like and a weird ponytail. ponytail. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay, the uh, the well, gender queer disabled sex worker. Gender yeah. fluid disabled sex worker. Okay, uh, well that triggered something for not triggered but that inspired <laughs> something uh, it inspired something as part of the way I'm, the way I think, and the, the way I okay. think is like, okay, dude, like, uh, whenever Blonde said her life is over now, I kind of wonder, is her life really over? Is there still chance to reform? Because I see a lot of, you know, there's a lot of impressionable younger people that do stupid stuff, and it gets so publicized because of the internet these days. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. And I'm I under think- the impression that like, particularly prostitution is something that a woman can never come back from psychologically. Mm. Like there are some things that, that you do and you've just gone too far to, to come back into a normal life. Like maybe in the past, if that wasn't on the internet, but like, you know, the disability, that's not what ruined her life. What, what, what probably is going to end up ruining her life is this hugely publicized, what, what was even, where, where'd you even get that sketch? It was vice. Like this is not just some random YouTube video. This is vice. Like this is, this I mean, has I don't want to say that backing. like that somebody's ruined their life because of mistakes they made. I, you know, I'm not perfect. I've fucked up big time in the past and everything. <laughs> um, but it's just the sex work thing, the pride of sex work. Like 
I don't know. I've always said that the two things that that really destroy women are prostitution and abortions. Like I've had friends hmm. that have had abortions. They've all never been the same after. And like I'm I'm pretty convinced it's ruined their lives. Hmm. Uh, I kind of I kind of like uh, want to challenge that opinion because uh, I don't know if you follow Jenna Jameson, but uh, that's she's true. She's she got her shit together, didn't she? Yeah. Well, the thing about Jenna Jameson is, is that she always had a she always knew when to capitalize on things and she knew when to see the mark. And people always try to tr- people always try to trash trash her because of her past and she's like she's been over it so many times and she has some of the best comebacks especially to the trolls on twitter and i do follow her twitter i like it too okay so you do follow her just like me yeah i I actually i've she said some funny things um who was dumping on her was it chank that was like yeah she ripped on chank for the debate yeah yeah, he said he saw her getting destroyed, and uh, I think PewDiePie yeah. even got a part of that and said, I used to masturbate to you. <laughs> that was weak of Chank. I don't like it. It was. It was. Well, I kind of, I kind of, because I don't, I don't like to judge anybody based on, based on porn. There's some people that do it just because um, they get, they get brought into that lie that nobody will see it, but you never you never know if some of the videos that they do will go viral and especially yeah. if they're young college kids and I mean has Jenna Jameson money. ever said like I shouldn't have done this this was the wrong life choice for me if she had Jenna said that Jameson, I'd be fine with it you know Jenna Jameson owns it but she's also crossed over into mainstream celebrity and has been dubbed the queen of porn so there's no reason why she would regret it. However, there's That's so true. many other people that have tried to follow in her footsteps and it has not worked to their advantage at all. And a lot of there's like um, actually somebody on Twitter did asked her if she if she herself would recommend anybody following that in porn. And she said, absolutely not. And she's she's also said in um, videos for the past few maybe year or so that she doesn't recommend porn these days because it's hard to capitalize on it because of piracy and all that. So, you know, she doesn't recommend it these days. However, um, uh, people are still doing it and they still get they're still vulnerable to the lies that, um, you know, they were either they some of them are promised that they can make it big. But then whenever they do it for a while, um, you know, they uh, they don't make it. And then um, I've just read too many interviews. It is definitely not a business that I would recommend anybody. Yeah, this this broad, though, I got the vibe that her sex work didn't come first. Her feminist like hypersexualization came first and the sex work was a, was a manifestation of that. Like based on the story that she told, that's what I got from, from her. She was like proud to be a sex worker because it was an expression of her unique sexual identity. Okay. That's where, that's where I got to draw the line. There's a difference between having that, having that um, hyper liberal feminist and all that bullshit left wing stuff be the forefront of everything versus people that are. So I guess that's where, I guess that's where my challenge uh, to the question can. All right. I get you. I'm with you, bro. I understand. We got to let people let make mistakes. I I get it. Yeah. I reserve the right to laugh at them still. What? (laughs) What? Oh, you (laughs) Matt on Matt. I'm talking to you right now. Yeah, <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, assure him his skin is safe. Nobody's making a skin suit out of him or <laughs> or testing him for lizardness by ripping off his skin or yeah. anything. All right, well, thank you, Stephen. Um, Thanks for calling. And we look forward to hearing from you next time. Yeah, you guys have a good night. You as well. Bye. Okay, 
We got a few more callers, but we should probably catch up on Super Chat. I'm trying to keep my camera feed to you, not frozen, but it just keeps freezing. So we You're, might just have to. It's frozen with like a really faggy hand gesture too. You're like, oh. Uh, yeah. Well, we'll just have to leave it then. <laughs> Fine. Um, Fine. All right. Joel maybe Dykeman. it'll kick back in. We'll see. We'll see about that. Uh, Joel Dykeman, five dollars. Leftist false equivalency. Nazis deliberately killed millions. Communism's death count was from flawed policies. Middle East, what? Yeah, that's true. Mm, yeah. Um, then we have Son of Sparta, $5. Is feminism just a giant shit test? If yes, what is the ap- appropriate response? Um, I don't know. I've heard this argument from people. I think it's I think it's kind of a funny and... Like a, a shit test, like but interpersonally, argument. you mean? like. I mean, what? like women just kept pushing it to see how much they could disenfranchise oh. men because women love to shit test men and just see what they yeah. can get. And okay, so I've so heard yeah, men say like... One. Is this all just one giant, giant shit test to see <laughs> strip us from masculinity? I think that's kind of a valid point. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. We have the great BB. Thank you very much. Another $50. And Thank you, she said, sorry, late to the game. What do you think of the statements made by Trump about Charlottesville? Um, we talked about this a little bit, but I thought that they were both some of his best pressers like to date. I, I really didn't have... Um... My my whole take on it, we talked about it on Sunday, is like I don't have a problem with him saying there was violence on both sides. I also don't have a problem with people who say I would have liked you to call out people by name, but and and then he came out and did that. All I have a problem with is people who want him to say no, it was only white supremacists and that's it, nobody right. else, because that's clearly not true. Mm-hmm. It's not true if you ask the if you look at the footage of the event. It's not true if you ask the police chief, even if you edit out that part of his quote uh, out of his quote as today show did on on nbc this morning um so i i personally do not have a problem with the things the president said i think him going off the script yesterday i don't have a problem with the things he said it probably was unnecessary strategically but you know that's what trump does like trump goes a little rogue sometimes so Yes, he does. All I can fault him for is things that are way wrong, and people are ripping him, ripping him for saying um, for not doing enough to condemn the alt right specifically. But I just, I just, I will never get involved in the disavow game of checking all the boxes. And, and it's a and, slippery slope. Yeah, every time you do it, I, I can't, I can't fault someone for that. Then we have Falcon Millennial, six dollars sixty six cents. We must secure the existence of our people and a future for white children. God damn it! Damn it! No sound bites, people. No sound Disavow. bites. Disavow. <laughs> Disavow. Disavow. Yeah. Thank you for the donation. Um, then we have Angry Bell Sprout, $10. Why do idiots think the USA can invade invaded CSA over slavery? Lincoln said slavery. Um, sorry, I'm so blind. Lincoln said slavery could stay if they peacefully came back. Slavery only became relevant after Gettysburg as a tool to split Euro support for CSA. Um, we, we could address that, but if we address all these, we're, we're never going to end the show, but thank you for the donation. Yeah. You had economics, $5. Just an FYI, the Gulf War was before the LA riots. Uh, did I already read this one? Oh no. Gulf War started on August 2nd, 1999. The riots started April 29th, 1992. I'm calling fake news, Matt. Wait, 19, 1989 it started? Gulf War started in 1990. Uh, riots started mm-hmm. April, 1992. Yeah, but when did the Gulf War end? I'm, I'm not keen on all those dates. I, I also don't know. Um, All right. Well, we'll we will hear from him in a little while if he wants to if he wants to accuse someone of fake news. <laughs> yeah, the data Drew gave us twenty dollars with no note. Thank, Thank you. you very much for that, silly man. Two dollars. Pro tip: Don't debate liberals on Facebook if you're from MD. Is that Montana? No. MD. Minnesota. Is Maryland. Maryland. Oh, 
There's not even I know, a my D state in Minnesota or Montana. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> okay, thank you for that. We only have a few more of these. Liberative, $5. Iceland has a state-funded app for singles to make sure they aren't about to bone a blood relative. What? Ugh. Oh, geez. Well, I guess I'm not going to Iceland. It's too weird there. Yeah, that is weird. Okay. Um, and then last one for right now, Silly Man, $2. Oh, never mind. That was the same one. Okay, we're good. Okay, let's get Miss Malevolent in here. I always love hearing from Miss Malevolent. Yay. Miss Malevolent. Hello. Well, hello there. What's How on are your you mind? doing? I have a guess, maybe, but. Oh, uh, you can hear me? Yeah, yeah. Okay, good, good. Yeah, you know, Matt and I were being outraged on uh, Twitter and the DMs. Yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, well, I'll, I'll leave it up to you to decide what you wanted, what you want to talk about. But some of the, you, you'd sent me that Marco Rubio tweet that I hadn't seen, like Marco Rubio, Mitt Romney, who else? These people had these insane reactions. Anti-free speech. Reaction. Yeah. What did he say? It was, it was said, crazy. These are not moral equivalents. Uh, one of these right. sides is bigoted and racist, and the other is fighting bigotry and racism. Okay. <sighs> yeah, it it's not, it's not about the opinion. It's the violence. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, it made me very angry that I even voted for his fucking monster-looking ass. Uh, <laughs> if I could go back and take ass. it back. <laughs> if I could go back and take it back, you know, almost like, damn, like, how how can you you take an oath to to do the constitution to protect the constitution yeah. right all of them take this and then it's like oh the first amendment it doesn't matter that much as if you're fighting nazis and it's like you're signing with communists and i heard you all say this earlier it's like i did you know i didn't see any american flags flying around if there weren't any American flags that were probably being burned on I got either fake side. News. I got fake news for that. There were a couple, but it, but the point stands. Like it was a lot of uh, Confederate flags, a lot of swastikas, and a lot of communist yeah, stuff. You're, yeah, you're, you're flying disrespectful flags in this country where it's supposed to be about Americans, America, what have you. You're showing pride in enemy fat uh enemy whoops enemy flags yeah <laughs> enemy flags and it's like I, I don't understand why people are making excuses for one over the other yes the nazi killed the girl but it's not like antifa hasn't tried to fucking kill people oh, yeah. i'm amazed like, nobody's died yet that's right it's amazing no one has died well, and Michael Johnson like, did, was a member of Black Lives Matter, so. Yeah. Well, well, or at least he, he well, said he, that's why he did it. But it's, it's not. But he wasn't Antifa. Yeah. But what, I mean, the whole thing is, is that they have cut people with box cutters, with knives, glass bottles, threw the M80 up in there. They've, uh, and the, you know, of course, the famous bike lock thing. Yeah. And then smacking the girl in the head with a two by four or whatever, or a pole yeah. or something. And the it's Mitt Romney's and about... yeah, go ahead. The Mitt, the Mitt Romney's and the Marco Rubies of the world say, well, these aren't the same. The violence isn't the same because one of them has a more moral opinion 
than the other, which is so weird to me because I'm sorry, I thought this was America. You can have whatever dumbass opinion you want. The distinction is the violence. We call, we condemn the violence. I don't care what the Nazi opinion is. I don't care what the commie opinion is because you're allowed to have your dumb opinion and march with whatever dumb opinion you want. Mm-hmm. And so they say there's no moral equivalence. So it's like you're, what do you mean? The, the opinions don't have a moral equivalence. It's weird to me too that they're trying to moralize opinions because um, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe there are opinions that are more moral than others, but that's a weird distinction to me. At the end of the day, the only distinction that matters is who's violent and who's not, and we should be consistent in condemning political violence. It's very simple, but they can't exactly. see exactly. You cannot sit up there and equate the opinion with a fist, and that's yeah. what they're doing. Like they're saying, well, th- these opinions are more moral, so it's okay to punch a Nazi. No, your opinion is used with your tongue and your and your mouth and you talking, yeah. or you writing a stupid sign. You know all this cosplaying Nazi shit and all this cos, <laughs> uh, you know, theatrics for civil war. Like they're all yeah. cosplaying civil war, like the dumbasses that they are. <laughs> and it's like you're sitting up there. Once you start talking, you know, that's fine. Once you start hitting, carrying around metal baseball bats to do what? Were they going to do a softball game? Were they going to break out into a softball game? No, they were going to try and crack some heads. And probably some did get cracked. And that's the question. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. That's the thing. Your whatever ideology is, it may be pure whatever, but it ceases to be pure once you start uh, hitting people. Yeah. And that's something that I pointed out about the footage in Charlottesville. And it really pissed people off that I pointed out that out. But like after he went through the crowd, people weren't like, Oh, is everybody okay? They were like, let's get him," And that's when they started attacking his car big time with bats and stuff. It's like, why wasn't the reaction to worry about the people that got hit by this guy? Instead, it was just this immediate violent reaction. Yeah. Well, it's so, it's so, it is bizarre to me that that like the motive for their violence makes it moral or or like more or less moral to them. I wish I could ask Mitt Romney if hey Mitt Romney call the show. We'd be happy to take your call. But I would like to ask him: Are you telling me it is more moral to punch a guy in the face on behalf of My Little Pony? Let's say that like a brony punches somebody <laughs> in the face. Is is that if that's the ideological motivation? That's very pure and cutesy and whatever. That's more moral than if a Nazi does it because the Nazi has some kind of immoral worldview. I don't understand. To me, a punch yeah. is a punch. Like you punched a guy in the face. I don't care if you're a brony or a Nazi. It's equally wrong. Exactly. You're Even right under the law. Is, also, right. Yeah. You yeah. sit up there punching people ceases to make you the uh, have the moral high ground. I'm sorry. If you're doing it in defense, like defense of home, defense of family or what have yeah, you, yeah. that's one thing. But when you're talking about ideological bickering, between yes. stay on your side of the road and they stay on their side and you can hurl as many epithets at them and you can hurl every slur you want at them and you all and exercise your first amendment rights. Yeah. And, and that was the job of the police Queen. department though. Like they did at the <laughs> RNC, they needed to separate the groups so that there could yeah. be that there there and could be some if, element if, of If we can get more footage if we could do that one more time, one thing I would have highlighted retro retrospectively, I wish I would have highlighted is hey, police in in Cleveland, 
Good job. I should have they showed how good of a job. job they did. Matt and I were talking about this. I don't know if it was off air, but uh, but when we were in Cleveland, there was honestly like not even one time that I felt like I was in bodily danger. I saw like, I think I remember seeing one scuffle, like a physical scuffle that was broken up in about two seconds. Like they each Those got maybe one punch. Those cops were not fucking around. And that was they, it. They were like locked yeah. in, not letting any groups that were against each other near each other. It was incredible. Yeah. And I, I will leave you all with this, uh, with two points, because I, I want you all to get other people in here. Sure. Um, one, my mother is a Trump-hating, not my president, voted for <laughs> Hillary, voted for Obama twice person. Yeah. And even she said, why can't one group stay on one side of the street and one group stay on the other? Yeah. And yes, I see in the chat you all are trying to figure out if I'm a sister. Yes, I'm a sister. <laughs> Obviously, my mom is. People don't know Miss Malevolent yet. They might be new. Uh, well, they, they're learning, and so yeah. obviously, we're not going to be for some damn Nazis. We're not yeah. for white supremacists, and yeah. even she, because she is an American and she understands the First Amendment. Stay yeah. on your side of the road. And the other person stay on the other side of the road. And yep. I will say the last point is there, like you said, there is a third uh, ingredient to this shit storm. <laughs> the idiots on the left and the right and that uh, leadership of that city. Yep. They told yeah. those cops to stand down. And that also contributed to that yeah, girl's it, death. And I yeah. want an, I want an inquiry into that. I want people sitting up on committee in Washington and explain why that happened that way. And it is interesting that it was, remember, it was a permitted event. This was pre-disclosed. This was pre-planned. This was not a surprise to the city government or the police force of Charlottesville. It does seem weird, to your point, that they were unable to police it effectively when it wasn't spontaneous. It wasn't like they just showed up and nobody expected this to happen. Hmm. All right. All right. I'll we'll leave you, you guys to it. I, you know, usually I try to give you all a couple of weeks before I call in so people can have, but this just pissed me off. Oh I yeah. I can tell. Yeah. All right. Love you guys. Be, be Take in touch care. Anytime. Look forward to next time. All right. Thanks a lot. Okay. How, how are we doing? Uh, good. We can take another caller. Okay. The only Adam Roca is up next. Uh, the only Adam Roca, I think, is a new person. I have spoken with him by message, but I don't think by voice. Adam, you're good to go. Adam, we'll let him hang out. Hey, what's up? Oh, there you hey. go. Hey, sorry. I got to pause the live stream. You're like, yeah, yeah. Coming in an echo. Hey, I don't know if you guys have uh, heard about this, but did you hear about some kind of like racist thing going on this past year week? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, for, uh, for, for us, at least as far as some commenters or tweeters are concerned, every week is racist week. So it's, you know, it's no different, I would say. Well, <laughs> well I'm just going to say a little bit about it. I'd rather sure. talk about something else. But um, like from just judging by Facebook and Twitter, it's kind of like, it's so weird how like people is either the alt right and they're trying to say that not all of them were Nazis and then everyone on the other side is all trying to post everybody as a Nazi. And it's like, it's weird. That's like 
we live in this age where it's like everyone feels like their ideology or even like their thought process is yeah. way so much more than everyone else's that they have to voice it. And I think that's why kind of like mm-hmm. a lot of this happened where people on the left attack the people on the right yeah. at, that, uh, at the, the rally feeling that like we have to confront them. We can't let them do it. And I don't, I don't yeah. agree well, with that mindset. I've seen plenty of social media traffic from friends of mine or just pages I follow of people saying, look, this is either you support Nazis or you don't. It's not that hard. And it's like, right. no, it's actually much more nuanced than that. I can say I support the rights of Nazis to exercise. I support Nazis exercising their rights in the same way everyone else can and should without saying I agree with their message. They've, they're conflating protecting their rights with agreeing with their message. And it's really annoying because every social exactly. media interaction I've been involved in outside of my usual Twitter stuff has said, oh, yeah, well, you're just a Nazi defending scumbag. Well, to the extent I'm defending their rights, yes, but don't conflate right. that with their message. I don't give a shit about their message. And like if you're judging all, all off of history, it's not like it's not going to like grant. I can't even say that because it's like a Hitler, but. Like in the grand scheme of things, like it didn't last that long. It was overtaken by Western democracy and even like, like quote unquote KKK racist, like even going off of like a CNN, I think it was either fifties or sixties documentary. They showed that, um, during segregation, uh, blacks were half the population in this one city. And then they stopped showing up to uh, one of the diners and then the diner was going to go out of business. So then they changed the policy to allow blacks to sit at the, at the, um, the counter. So business aren't going to be racist because they lose half their income just based on that. Right. I mean, obviously to your point, we've had, we've had a few historical hiccups, let's put it that way. (laughs) But generally speaking, what you're saying is true. And I do believe in it over, Ultimately, the best ideas have prevailed, and generally the best ideas have a habit of prevailing in a free marketplace of ideas. So I don't understand why they're so terrified of letting these guys march. Honestly, if they go and march and they do their weird tiki torch thing in Charlottesville and they do it unopposed or at least unopposed by force. They won't gain any speed. Middle America looks at those people and is like, what? Yeah, they're disgusted by it. Yeah, they it, they maybe they get highlighted in a few news articles, but it's not news for a week like this is going to be. And it's not amplified like it's going to be. They these people, I understand, they'll come back and say, "Well, look at the history of murder that they've that they've been associated with." Yeah, but uh again, your association with um I don't know, certain ideals associated with communism doesn't make you you defeat yourself on that basis alone as well. Like I should be yeah. equally skeptical of you in terms of your anarchist or, or anarcho-communist. I've never even understood anarcho-communism. So if somebody out there is an anarcho-communist and wants to explain Seems it Seems like me, a contradiction of terms. Yeah. I've never so, even heard of that term. Well, that's what a lot of Antifa guys consider themselves as anarcho-communists. So they don't believe in... In I want government, to explain yet it. the government needs to own the means All the of property. production <laughs> and <laughs> the property. Yeah. yeah. Someone out there wants to explain Jeez. it to me. I would like to learn. Right. Anyway, um, any closing thoughts from you, sir? Well, yes. Uh, I know it's kind of like an open-ended question, but uh, sure. I saw on um, CNBC, uh, I guess at 6 a.m. when everyone else is sleeping, uh, King Trump uh, said something <laughs> on Twitter in regards to how uh, Amazon 
Oh, yeah. Destroying small businesses. What? So, yeah. Yeah, Trump so, hates the CEO <laughs> guy. When did this happen? Bezos? Like, like 6 yeah. a.m. this morning. Oh, I don't know how I missed this. Would somebody tweet this at me? Yeah, he said, uh, it, yeah, it was something ripping him for that he's destroying other businesses. He says, he, Amazon's Trump, doing great damage to tax-paying realtors. Towns, yeah. cities, states throughout the U.S. are being hurt. Many jobs being lost. Like, isn't this kind of like the same argument that people were attacking Walmart for? Is mm-hmm. Amazon yeah. turning into yeah, the yeah. Walmart? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Amazon's bigger now, isn't it? I mean, Amazon's in terms of value, at least. Amazon's much larger than, or maybe not. I, I yeah, thought Amazon was like bigger. half of Seattle's workforce. So yeah, I have a vested interest in not dumping on Amazon. Although as a company, you know, I kind of hate them. Look, anybody that's, um, it's very clear to me that I'm going to have to, uh, as as time goes on, I'm going to have to. Uh, reinforce my wilderness fortress a lot. It's gonna be. Ha- it's gonna have to be on top of a mountaintop. It's gonna have to have a moat. It's gonna have to have definitely a lot of walls, at least on par with the president's southern wall, if not taller. And I'm gonna need drones to fly in to bring me whatever weird <laughs> shit I want. And that's where Bezos comes in because he'll have drone delivery for all that Amazon stuff. So I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna uh, shit on Amazon because um, personally, I I spend a lot of money on Amazon. <laughs> yeah, so do I. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Prime is probably like the worst thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I'm watching Thrones too is on Amazon. So, um, so, you know, I, I can't be too mad. Anyway, thank you. This is your first time calling in, right? I don't think we've heard from yeah, you. Yeah. It was that whole debacle going back and forth on Patreon with you trying to figure right, it out. Right. All right. Well, cool, man. We uh, appreciate the support for the show. Appreciate you calling in and uh, look forward to next time if you decide to. Thanks for calling. Awesome. Thank you. Okay, we got two, man, we might run long. We got two more patron callers. I would like to get in a few non-patron callers. Um, we have two questions. We have two questions we have a and super chat. We of super chats right now. So let's too. take care of some super chat. I'll try to get through these callers and, you know, we'll do what we can do. Appreciate okay. everybody's patience. Hey, it, you know, like I said, it's just us. <laughs> if you got, if you want to send in a complaint, just send it right here because it doesn't go to anybody who's helping yeah. us out at all. I'll read it, delete it, and then not tell Skag <laughs> that we ever got it. So <laughs> go nuts. No, um, we're gonna read a complaint tonight. So oh yeah, we are gonna read a complaint. Yeah. Uh, Gabriel Lopez, uh, twenty Brazilian worthless dollars. I have no idea how much money that actually is. Our traps worthless faggots. Dollars. He's he's come he's come back at us. Our traps faggots. This is the guy that normally asks us is if Andy is a faggot. And you can't I guess call he's switching. Them worthless them. dollars. That's <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea how much money that is. but I think it's like two dollars. I mean it depends. Um if you believe traps are gay, then yeah, I guess. Why yeah. is everybody saying that recently? Is it because of this uh all this transgender news? Uh well are traps gay is a long standing philosophical question. Like years old. Okay. Um, but, but, but it's been trannies, reju- trannies introduced an interesting wrinkle into it. Well, I was talking about that tranny that the sex worker that we talked about last week. Yeah. Someone on Twitter introduced me to a new angle on it. She's gender fluid. So can it become gay or not gay during the act itself, depending on how she identifies? <laughs> I mean, that's next level. Oh man. That's some inception sexuality yeah. right there. Yeah. Uh, Chicago conservative $2 is another civil war in the near future. Um, I'm not super optimistic that we're going to be able to avoid it. Things seem like they're added in all how, how crazy or ironic or sad or however you want to describe it would it be if the the battle over these civil war monuments that's going on right now sparked some war. flashpoints, you know, like some actual skirmishes, some armed conflict even, and caused the next civil war. 
Ooh. It could happen. You heard it here first. I'll be, I'll still say, oh, I called it. <laughs> I won't be happy to call it. <laughs> if it happens, I'll still say, yeah, I called it. That was me. Can't resist. Can't resist. Yeah. Scrooge McDuck, uh, another 10 kroner. Thank you for that. Hoopty Rider, $5. The buildup to Seaville, I think, is more important. Way too many actual violent scumbags in the rally. The lines were a little blurry. Um, huh. That's also true. And then another $50 from BB, who is just Oof. single-handedly supporting the show now. Uh, she said, yeah. you guys are incredibly awesome for this. Thank you so much, Thank BB. you, BB. Really appreciate it. And then somebody in the live chat after that said, it's time to give BB a blowjob. It's a Go chick. Ahead. I just found out. I already told BB. I'll do whatever you want. Just send me an email. <laughs> I, as far as I'm concerned, I'm BB's slave at this point. Uh, then we have uh, Matif, and he or she said, blonde to a très jolie. I think that that means you are very beautiful. Yeah, like mm. two months of French <laughs> right there. <laughs> Thank you very much. There you much. go. Uh, let's get through a few more. David Howard, $2. At least it's not today in Islamic terrorism. Uh, yeah, I mean, but is domestic terrorism, is that like vastly superior or anything? Yeah, yeah. Uh, there were. I'm just gonna move on. There were a few inappropriate jokes that went through my head there. All right. Um, Gabriel Lopez just gave us another twenty R. Oh, twenty R is like six bucks, give or take. Appreciate shitting on my third world money. This is basically <laughs> a day's worth of minimum wage. I'm sorry, man. Yeah, man. He sewed shoes all day for that. He picked oh, bananas. No. I'm going you to jerk. hell. Oh. <laughs> oh, appreciate it, Gabriel. We appreciate it. Uh, Scott yeah. Allen, $10. After the Gulf War, we had to fight the Kurds. And after the no-fly by zone, saying uh, something without all data is like talking about sex after having only watched porn. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Uh, decades, $10. Would finding out James Field, the domestic terrorist in Charlottesville, was diagnosed with schizophrenia change your thoughts on the topic? Yes, absolutely. I've seen this fact buried in multiple news articles. And I tweeted about this the other day because um, Time put out some article and the headline was like, he was a well-known white nationalist in high school. And then like within that article, it was like his mom had called the 911 multiple times because he had threatened her with a knife. He had also yeah. been diagnosed as a teenager with schizophrenia and was anti on anti-psychotic drugs. It's like, yeah, I think that matters. That matters yeah. in the law. It's, it, it's definitely a factor that matters to me, although I don't know that it, it's not a... It uh, doesn't absolve him, but right. is it relevant? Absolutely. Yeah, um, it's, it's relevant. Then we have Bo Christie gave us $5. Are you guys planning any shows on location anywhere? Um, no, I might do a little bit reporting from France when I go in a few weeks, but um, I'm going to try not to do too much work. But uh, Maybe in we October are, we can we do on scene from here. <laughs> That's true. And my fiance yeah. and I, uh, we've talked about moving to Montana, and so I was going to check it out. Um, in October. So we might, Skag and I might be in the same location. Yeah, in this, in this glorious studio space. This, um, um, then, this refitted master bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah really. uh, then <laughs> yeah. we have $10 from Mike will saved. Thank you very much. Um, $5 from Christian Matson. Definitely can't mm. equate opinions with fists. Cause I hate opinions up my butt. PS Linda's butthole smells <laughs> like shite. Is this the person that's always talking about Linda? Sarsour's I butthole? don't know. That was clever. I'm not here. That's <laughs> and last one, another hundred kroner from <laughs> good. Uh, last one, another hundred kroner from Scrooge McDuck. Antifa claims being communists and anarchists. Uh, that's two conflicting ideas, a statism versus no statism. Yeah. Thank you very much for your donations, folks. All right. And we just had another, uh, we, uh, we had another uh, patron caller join too. So we'll, <laughs> we got at least three patron calls to get through. We're never going to get out of here. <laughs> uh, 
we appreciate everybody and thank you for your patience guys uh we will i'll have to probably move along a little bit quicker here than i would like but um but we will get through it jericho you're good to go hey what's up yo how's it going doing all right how are you pretty good um i will do my best to keep it pretty short because i know you guys are running long but uh I was just uh, going through my Facebook feed today, which is obviously cancer, and yeah. Yeah. I came across my um, my very left-wing aunt, Montana, uh-huh. and she pointed out that uh, in Hamilton, apparently there's, I think, no, Helena, sorry, there's a, a oh, fountain. Oh, Helena, Montana. Of, yeah, that's my, yeah. my aunt lives in Hamilton. Okay, yeah. Um, but she, she said that in Helena... She posted like an article that had some information about in Helena. There's apparently a fountain that has a bunch of Confederate names on it. So yeah, pretty sure you're gonna have to like sign the uh, the petition to get those names removed if you really want to disavow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it it is interesting because um, a lot of the settlement of Montana was from Southerners. Uh, John Bozeman himself was from Georgia, so you wouldn't think that there's a lot of Confederate heritage here per se, and there really isn't. But there's a lot of there was a lot of southern... oh whatever all those Confederates went up there and they're like this place is perfect for a white ethnic state. <laughs> I mean, what I guess uh, maybe somehow they, maybe it basically really happened peers. anyway. But um, but but yeah, uh, yeah. It's weird that the controversy is at least slightly flaring up here as well, which you wouldn't really expect. Yeah, I was a little surprised, and then I so I followed the link on the article, and it was actually the Southern Poverty Law Center. Oh, and they've got a map of like all the different locations where there are uh, Confederate. So the Southern Poverty Law Center considers Confederate monuments to be uh, hate effigies now, or what? Oh yeah, totally. Oh, um, and place. and don't worry, blonde, you're not. There's apparently a Robert E. Lee Elementary School to the east of Seattle. So huh. oh, that place that's... is gonna get burned to the ground, and then they're gonna blame <laughs> all the children that die. Be like, that's they were a, just uh... the children of racists anyway. Yeah. Well, and then I think I'm in trouble because the company that I work for, um, we actually one of our customer accounts. This is no joke. The guy's name is Robert E. Lee. <laughs> so we were kind of. Fortunately, the place that I work is it's a pretty small company. We're a bunch yeah. of Midwestern guys, so everybody's pretty chill about it. But we were all kind of joking about. Oh, I guess what um? Stop selling this dude. If I'm not getting too personal, don't a- uh, don't answer. But what's your what's your aunt's opinion about the? civil wars or the the confederate stuff around here oh she totally wants people to like uh, i can't remember exact post but it was basically um you know join me in writing a letter to get this removed or something like that she's a big she was a big bernie sanders supporter yeah he won here i don't know he did win the primary here oh really (laughs) well he beat hillary i guess he won the he won the primary here in my won the primary yeah which was Say what you will about Montana. We don't vote Hillary. At least there's that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that could be yeah. your state slogan now. Yeah. Yeah. Do what you want, but don't vote Hillary. That's basically <laughs> the yeah. Democratic National Committee slogan, something like that. At least we're not there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, man. We'll, we'll have to let you go, but thank you for the call. Thank you for the thoughts. Yeah, you bet. Um, I was going to ask one last question. Sure. Are you guys, and, and, and this, this will be it, are you guys planning to go watch the eclipse anyway? Uh, I didn't buy the special glasses or anything. Like, I don't have a way to what look at it? it. It's on the 21st, I thought. It's going to be like 10 a.m. Monday. Your time, Pacific. Like 11, my, uh, uh, yeah. it's going to cross west to east, right? Yep. Isn't that how it's going to go? Yep. So my yep. mom called me a week ahead of time to tell me not to watch the eclipse. I thought it was at least happening like 
tomorrow no, it's, or something. Yeah, it's Monday morning. Tell so you it's not Monday. to watch it? She Every time there's an eclipse, she calls me and she's like, now don't stare directly at the eclipse. These people got went blind from looking at the eclipse. I'm like, mom, I know. I'm not going to stare directly at the yeah. sun. Are you a big eclipse guy? Hardware store. What's that? Yeah. Are you a big eclipse guy? Are you looking forward to it? Uh, yeah, my cousin and I were planning a trip because it's going right through Nebraska. So like yeah. Bill Nye is coming here to Beatrice. Oh, Bill really? Nye, not science guy. Huh. So I'm hoping maybe if I like run across my behind him in a way or something yeah <laughs> or convince him to stare at the sun <laughs> just, give me those glasses i don't think those are real man yeah, yeah. they're fake here try these and he'll just be binoculars or something all right <laughs> dude well thank you for the but call anyway, we'll catch you yeah, next you time you guys have a good night bye well. okay we got um oh did he dip out i guess we had one we had two more patron calls one dipped out so maybe he's he bowed out um but i got at least one more patron call you want to just take that first and then do super chat or what's the plan? Oh, we're good on super chat. Okay. Uh, Yoda economics is the last patron call. I'll try, to, I'll try to get through to, I'll try to get at least a couple non-patron callers as well. Actually, I don't see Yoda in here. Do you see him in the waiting rooms? Uh, let's see. Maybe he uh, had to dip out. Uh, nope. I don't see him. Okay. Sorry if I'm missing you. Okay, let's try to get. Um, I've had. I try to get a few non-patron callers in. Wandering, we've had before, so I'm sorry, wandering. I'm gonna. I'm gonna skip over you this time, just because I want to get. I want to mix up our non-patron callers as best I can. But please don't be mad, and we do like hearing from you. Uh, Nicolio, do you see Nicolio? I don't. Nicolio might have had to take off. You just got Jews. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see that person in the waiting room either. We've had some attrition. Super, super, super. We can bring Super in if Super is still around. Super, you there? Oh, hello. Hello. Hey. Thanks Sorry, for your patience. No, it's fine. Uh, what's uh, on your mind? Uh, so I'm just going to preface this with I'm on the younger end. So, sure. um, So... Henry County, which is a suburb of Atlanta, has our superintendent retiring in September. Mm-hmm. So we had uh, our board got a guy who was involved with a CRCT cheating uh, scandal a little while ago, which was our basically our state testing. So okay. was he like changing the answers after you guys? No, the, the whole the whole thing was is that they were reviewing for the test uh, okay. in the morning when you're supposed to take it in the morning. Okay. So they were like giving the kids hot tips about the test or something? Like wh- what were they doing in terms of this prep? So like if it was over science, they would go over like – so if it was like 60% about physical science, they would go over the physical science stuff. Ah, that's how did this, so how'd this get busted up? Like some kid reported it or what? Oh, uh, no, it was just like some teacher told them. And this was a while ago. This isn't this is that's the most relevant, least relevant part of the story. OK, keep going. So uh, he we so he is black, but that's the superintendent, the new guy who oh, was the teacher. No, the new superintendent. The new, yeah, the new superintendent. Got it. But he was rejected because, for one, 
he was asking for five hundred thousand more dollars in benefit benefits than the current uh, superintendent, uh. and he was asking for compensation if we would have to remove him beforehand. Oh God! Uh, so those aren't terms I would agree to. Yeah, he was removed. So now the NAACP of Henry County is requesting that Governor Nathan Deal intervenes with this. <laughs> he probably oh will. I mean... No, it's been about three-ish weeks. So hmm. I'd just like to know your opinion on it. I mean, I don't like the idea of anybody making special demands because of their race. Uh, you know... Or anybody being hired because of their race. I don't, I don't like any of this. Agreed. <clears throat> um, but this is, so the, you said that the, like, what's the timeline on this? When, when was the test busted up? When was he brought in? So 2012 was the, around that time was the busting of the test. And now he, he was working in Atlanta. Now he's coming down to Henry County, which is just south of Atlanta. So now in July, he was confirmed. They had town halls, four town halls, where there was people who agreed and people who didn't agree. Mm -hmm. And apparently, I didn't go to them because I was out of town, but apparently from one night to another, he flip-flopped his stance on stuff. Hmm. Okay. Well... <laughs> That's a bummer. This it's a weird situation. You gotta um, you gotta unfreeze your camera. I I, I can't. I, I can't unfreeze my camera. I can't. I can't get your cues. I don't know. I, don't I can't. I mean, on. I can, but it, see now it's back on, and then it's gonna freeze in like two seconds, probably. Uh, okay. All right. Anyhow, um, any any closing thoughts from you, Super? See now um, it's frozen again. <laughs> no, not really. All right. Well, th thank you for your patience and thanks for um, sharing yeah. your story with us and uh, hope to hear from you another time. Thanks for having me. Of course. Hi. I've okay, heard so, lots of those stories of people, teachers cheating on these tests. Yeah. 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 Uh, we do have Yoda waiting, but he's not in the waiting room. Yoda, if you're listening, you got to get in the waiting room so I can pull you in. He gave um, us a super chat for $2 and said, Matt, I'm here. Yeah. Oh, he might be in. He's he's not in the waiting room though, so I can't pull him in. So you got to join that and then I'll pull you in. Um, we did have Nicolio join back in. So I'll take Nicolio. And then if Yoda gets here, I'll take his call as well. But otherwise we'll hop into those questions. Uh, Nicolio, you're good to go. If you can get your mic unmuted. I got to move around a little bit. I know. Getting so, getting Does this so hurt long. your, your rear end from sitting for a few hours? No. Well, the thing about Wednesday though, is I don't actually eat dinner before the show. Cause I have something that runs up right against it. And so by the time the call-in show is over, I'm like dying to, to eat, uh, to nourish myself. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, okay, Nicolio, we'll let him hang out for a second. It looks oh, like his okay. mic's... Oh, there you go. All right. What's up? Am I good? Yeah, now I can hear you. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I'll try to go quick because uh, sure. I know you guys are pressed for time. Uh, I work at kids' summer camps, right? So okay. one thing that I have been observing was is that I get like a wide range of like, you know, kids at the camp, some are like, you know, crazy, some are like, you know, really sweet to work with. But I've been seeing like kids like talk politics a lot. Like these kids are like ah. five to five to like 10. 
gee, I wonder where they got that. I know. I know. <laughs> Obviously, it's from the parents, but like that's yeah. not really what disturbs me. Some would be like, oh, I don't like Donald Trump. Like, you know, yeah, we get that. But recently, I've been having kids that, like, you know, they're playing with like, you know, stuffed dolls. Mm-hmm. And they've been ripping them apart, saying, this is Donald Trump and all of his supporters. Jesus Christ. it across the room. Jeez. Yeah, I believe it. And no, it's, it's not just one kid. It's like multiple. Yeah, that's yeah. bizarre. And that's, yeah, a, yeah. that's a parenting crisis. I was I'm sitting with a kid that was like seven a few weeks ago. And he was like, I hate Donald Trump. Don't you hate Donald Trump? I'm like, who taught you this? Oh, your parents for sure. <laughs> well, obviously that because there's no way like a six year old can like competently talk about you know politics yeah. like this. Yeah. But well, I'm coming from Northern Virginia, so like it's a very liberal area. But this is like completely re- like for me because you know I'm completely agree with you guys and more on the conservative side. But I just want to get like your thought about that because like there's nothing really I can do about it. Like I mean, I try to talk to the parents and they and they just don't care. Yeah, I mean you're in a bind that you can't. It's not like it's your position to correct the political opinions of the children. Right. I mean that's a weird spot. And I it's, mean, it's also not your place to tell the parents that they're not supposed to do it either. You know. Well, like I try to reason with them. Be like, well, we. We're not supposed to say those type of things to anyone, like, you know, yeah. but, but I try to like reason with them, you know, respect for others. Like they learn that in school, but they're just really violent when I talk about politics. And like, and so I kind of shouldn't have done this, but like, I kind of just teased the question. I'm like, so why don't you like Donald Trump? And like, they keep doing that, like identity pro- to politics. Yeah, like, Because yeah. he hates black people. He's racist. He's sexist. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, he hates black people. Well, just keep asking why. There's nothing wrong with that. People should well, be challenging, you know, challenging people's opinions. That's how we learned how to think. He's in an employment position as well. You don't want to push that too hard. Yeah, but you can ask why. If kids are going around and saying things they have no evidence for, you, he, could, you could just be like, why? Why? You think I he's going to get fired for asking why? I need a citation, you damn six-year-old. <laughs> and not from some bullshit fake news source. I don't know if you do it about all things, too, and yeah. get them to challenge the things that they've been told. Yeah. Yeah, I just want to get your thought about that because, like, it's just really bizarre for me to, like, you know, yeah. be working at camp where, like, kids are supposed to be, like, I like astronauts or, like, I yeah. want to be a... What, whatever happened to kids... Exactly. Whatever happened to kids being kids, man, now we're pushing them into transgenderism and we're pushing them into politics. It just... Whatever happened to kids getting just together and playing play baseball? Flag, out, yeah. yeah. Like 15 just... years ago when I was a kid, like, you know, I like to play, like, you know, football with friends. I like to make Legos. And these yeah. kids are talking, yeah. like. <laughs> They're little activists with their yeah. iPads and all the Well, there's those little kids' houses. books, too. What is it? A is for activists? There are yeah. like kid children's yeah. books about this sort of thing. Anyway. C is for Zapatista, yeah. Oh, God. We're, we're running a little bit long. I'll have to let you go, but. Oh, um, thanks for your having me on. Yeah, thanks for, and thanks, thanks for your patience and thanks for your thought. Good luck with it. And um, if you'd like to update us on how it goes. I'm so quitting my show. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> then move on <laughs> to something better. All right. Have thanks a night. lot. Bye. Okay, then we have one more call from Yoda Economics. Uh, he will get last word. Um, we got on Super Chat. Should we do Super Chat first or should we get him in? Let's do Super Chat last. Okay, let's pull him in. Uh, Yoda, you're good to go, man, if you can get your mic unmuted. Well, okay. Let's uh, let's hit let's hit let him hang out. I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. Oh, there you go, there you go. I'm not gonna <laughs> kick you out. I'm just waiting for the mic. You know. 
No, hey. no, no, no. Here's the thing. I, I haven't called in a while, and so I forgot how everything worked, so yeah. I apologize. No, no, you're good. Uh, uh, anyway, um, just to clarify a few things, um, that joke that my friend made about um, getting a tranny girlfriend to up my, my leftist street cred. Yeah. Um, the impression that um, leftists are going to take over and there's going to be more leftists and we're going to have a quasi-socialist state. Well, I guess we kind of already do have a quasi-socialist state. But he thinks, you know, so he said, yeah, so, you know, since you're a white male and you're Christian and whatnot, um, you know, you should uh, train any girlfriend so you can have some treatments. <laughs> That's where that came from. He, he was joking around, though. Yeah. Uh, All right. That's good to know. But in the future, it'll be serious. So it doesn't really matter. <laughs> Second thing, which I wanted to, um, the fake news, uh, that guy said that oh, yeah. uh, the riots started before the Gulf War when it was the other way around. The Gulf War started in uh, 1990 where yeah. they sent troops, and then the actual desert storm started in 1991. Okay. Um, and then the riots were in 1992. So I don't know like, if he got his – uh, he probably. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and assume he just used a term that might be an incorrect term or something. Basically, he was saying I watched it from a Middle East post. Oh, okay. All right. So yeah, I mean that was the gist of it. Like yeah. I was in the Middle East at the time. This is how we were treating. Um, I guess I forget what he referred to. Like enemy captives. Yeah. I can't remember. Iraqi. Yeah. That's what he said. Um, and we were treating them better than the cops were in L.A. Cops treating. Mm-hmm. Protesters, yeah. I guess. Yeah. So yeah. now I, I know you guys are like trying to get out of the, the show and, and stuff like that. So I wanted to, I'll, I'll try to make this as quick as possible. Uh, so basically, one of the reasons I hadn't called in a while is because I called a few months ago mm-hmm. and I warned about what would, you know, I warned about basically we should be removing statues of the Confederacy. I remember, yeah. You were moving going back and forth with Jay Fry. You remember that, Blonde? No. Maybe, maybe that was the show where you weren't here. Was that maybe the time was, I got the migraine and I left a little early? It might have been just me and Jay Fry. Like you couldn't. It might have been I've that show you had to. one show. I remember you had to sit out one though. Like in. It was like Memorial Day. I'm pretty sure that's when this happened. Might have been visiting. I think. Yeah. So, so anyway. So I said that I don't have a problem with Confederate memorials. What I have a problem with is uh, Confederate statues and Confederate flags in public places, especially in, you know, public parks, because my thinking, and others may disagree, my thinking on this is Robert E. Lee was a traitor to the United States for taking up arms to the United States. The Confederate flag, which was a Virginia battle flag, was fought, uh, or the one, the Stars and Bars that we know was a Virginia battle flag, but it was fought to kill um, it was fought to kill members of the union. So essentially I feel that people like Robert E. Lee was a traitor to this country and he is not to be celebrated, you know, whatsoever. And, and, and I, and I remember telling you, Matt, that this kind of stuff can lead to violence. And it did because these guys, I was, I remember watching the, uh, the unfolding of what was happening on uh, Friday, and I knew that this this was not going to be good because they were they were screaming. You know, this wasn't the alt right at all. They were screaming white power, and they were Nazis and 
and Jews and and, and I, all the conservatives I know love Jews. So, but um, I take, I kind of take a little bit of um, President Trump's, uh, President Trump, what he said did anger me, but I agreed with him. And the ways in which I uh, agreed with him is, yes, there is both sides. But when you're addressing the tragedy which occurred specifically on Saturday, um, that was a white nationalist that committed that act of murder. And so I think in order to kind of calm and heal the nation, I think that we should focus mainly on the problems that the white nationalists are bringing uh, to our society, and then there will be other time for like other hate groups like Black Lives Matter. Or nah, da, 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 nope, nope, nope. Because no. nobody is ever going to call call Antifa or Black Lives Matter out on their violence. We already saw Micah Johnson kill a bunch of police officers. We've seen, I've seen Antifa footage of of people getting women getting beat on the heads. I got assaulted at Milo's rally by Antifa. No one is ever going to call them out for their bullshit. People will call out white nationalists. But I like that he was calling out the other side because they're responsible too. They have cultivated an environment that has legitimized political violence, and that is just true. And they did that right. first. I'm not saying that this is justified or rationalizing what he did. Also, this guy was mentally ill. I think it was an inappropriate time to specifically call out white nationalists. And that's exactly what I'm saying. It was an inappropriate time, but I think there could there could be a time where where President Trump can call out Antifa and Black Lives Matter. I mean, I know he won't. But, but Antifa best. did have a direct role in this event too. I mean, even according to the chief himself, these were mutually engaged combatants. And I, I recognize that like one guy killed a person. I get it, but I do think it's an incomplete look at the event that happened to say that it was the unique product of white nationalist violence solely, because. It, it, I don't know. I'm just speculating. I don't no, think. No, no. And, and, and I agree with you. I just, I'm talking, yeah. I'm speaking specifically of president Trump. And yeah, when yeah. he, and when he said all sides, it, it just, it just didn't seem like the right time to do it because an innocent person had just died. Well, the, the other thing about that initial statement that's kind of bugging me, that's not being reported is it, I believe this is true to the timeline. Correct me if I'm wrong. But he came out on Saturday afternoon when a lot of this stuff was very fluid. And I don't think the driver was even publicly identified at that point. Like we didn't know who it was. And he makes this all sides comment when we don't even know who the suspect is yet. So they wanted him to condemn white nationalism before we even know, before we even knew who did this thing. And that was his defense in the secondary statement. And he was like, I did not have all of the information about who the, who the perpetrator was and all the footage hadn't come out. And it is undeniable at this point in time that he was, uh, you know, his car, his taillight was bashed in like 0.2 seconds before he accelerated. Like there was definitely violence on both sides. It was a really combative environment. But that is true. But pre- you, you have to know that President Trump also has a history of tweeting out things with without having any facts whatsoever about. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to claim that that's um, a consi- it's a consistent yeah. pattern for him to say, yeah. let's wait for all the information. So these were my um, concerns, and that's why yesterday, Matt, I, I I told you over Twitter. You know, I said, you know, we need to start our own. All right, everybody, just kind of chill out, party. Yeah. <laughs> because you you, because you find some foundational donors, and we'll make it happen. Yeah, because because seriously, people just need to stay home, 
and be with their loved ones and because I just don't see the point. I mean, I've never been attracted to just going to some protests. It's just I used to go to war pro anti-war protests in, in the early 2000s and they were violent as hell. And I just ever since then I just never saw the point of going to protests, especially, you know, Nazi protests and, and stuff like that. Yeah. So. But we can't have hanging out with your loved ones because that implies a nuclear family structure. And that's, uh, you know, Western prescribed patriarchal uh, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Uh, I'm just kidding. Anyway, my, my mind is my mind is fried at this point. So I'll probably it will. We'll, well, I, I just we'll leave wanted it there, to but... throw in a sure. different opinion. Yeah, know, yeah. So you guys can you know think of something else you know yeah with regard to the and I, I will say this about the monument stuff i i can certainly understand why people don't like monuments to the confederacy for the reasons you're describing i think my yeah. stance on it as i think about this over time is i'm going to defer to whatever locality you know i don't think it's I my agree. place to tell them that they should or shouldn't i'm going to let and the localities is decide is somebody's sense of morality really relevant when you're talking about historical monuments yeah. I mean, I, and I think we'd agree on this too, Yoda. Like, I don't think there's any part of you that, or maybe not, but I'm, I guess what, let me ask you, what is your opinion on the forceful taking down of these monuments in this kind of, I don't know, this, this, this mob way that they're doing right now? No, no. So that, so I have, you know, I have a, um, um, I have a degree in public administration and I'm going for my master's and I think that it should be done in a way, in, in a very, um, you know, you should you should have basically the parks and recreation part. There should be a process in which the parks department can take it down. Okay. Yeah, I, right. I don't. Think, government. I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> I guess yeah, we'll, I can't argue there. We'll give you. Yeah, we'll we'll leave it there. But um, thank you for your patience, man, and uh, look forward to hearing from you next time. Yeah. Right. And, thank um, you. Yeah. Right. Thanks a lot. Have a good night. Okay, so now we got super chat and a couple of questions. Couple super email chat questions. at the very end. Okay, so um, I haven't even read this first email question. You want to read it or should I read it? Yeah, yeah, I'll read it. Hey, Matt and Blonde, I'm a big fan of the show. Unfortunately, I always work on Wednesdays. Um, I have a I have a discussion not so much about politics but rather culture. I'm a 20 year old college student in a serious relationship. As I've moved further to the right politically, I've also adopted more traditional views. My girlfriend and I want to get married after we graduate college and start a family soon after. However, my parents, who I would consider classically liberal, are not fans of this. My mother has attempted many times to dissuade me from getting married young, although she likes my girlfriend. She thinks that I'll change a lot in my 20s and grow out of the relationship. When she heard that she wanted to have kids, that we wanted to have kids within the next five years, she lost it. She told my father, who proceeded to lecture me about how bad of parents will be if we don't wait until we're both in our 30s. My mother had her first son, me, when she was at the age of 36. The waiting until you're older concept is like a religion to her. She refuses to acknowledge that my girlfriend and I will be very good parents regardless of our age. What do you two think about this? Are my girlfriend and I delusional to think we can start a successful family within the next five years? My argument is twofold. I believe younger parents are able to spend more quality, active time with their kids. My father is older and he is sick of being a parent. So much so that I have to be the father figure for my little brother. And I don't want to be an angry old man when I have kids. I respect my father, but he doesn't care and it's disheartening. I want him, to, I want to be active in my kids' lives and I think I'll be able to do that more efficiently if I'm younger when I have them. Number two, not much of a log logical argument, but my life goal is to raise a family, and I think I found the perfect girl to do it with. Thanks so much. Mm. I really appreciate your work. Hopefully, you have time to answer my question. Um, Alex from California. So I thought this was a really interesting question. I'm glad to answer it. Uh, he said he's 20, 
Um, I would say that's a little young to start a family, but he said he wanted to do it in five years. Um, I think that only you know if you have if you're if you're equipped and in a good enough relationship to start a family. And it sounds like your parents, although I hate to say this without hearing their side of the story, but it sounds like your parents are just being selfish baby boomers. And if all you really want <laughs> in your life is to start a family, you really believe you found the right woman to do this, um, then you should disregard your parents on this one. I don't. There's no evidence that a, a woman having children in her late mid to late thirties, that that's going to make her quality of life better. Um, if you want a big family, you have to start when she's in her at the very latest, her late twenties. I mean, so I think this is good. If, if you really believe that this is the path for your life, you know, your parents, they don't necessarily have all the, all the right wisdom, especially boomers. This is I typical defer, boomer bullshit. I defer to your judgment on this. Cause I am a terrible person to ask about like planning to build a family. Cause I have I mean, I'm not married. I don't plan to have children soon. I'm very happy with how my life has gone so far. Um, yeah. But I also wasn't in the position of wanting to get married at at the age of um, at the age of twenty. Uh, so I, I I don't know if you. All I would say is I would defer to your judgment over your your parents. Probably you're an adult. You understand yeah. the strength of your relationship. Um, and and twenty five is not a super young age to start a family. He's not saying he wants to do it right now when he's twenty. Yeah, he's saying you know and when I, I graduate from college. And I don't think there's any harm done in getting married young with the plan to have children later. My yeah. my parents warned me of the same thing. Don't uh, you know? Don't get trapped with some woman when you're young or whatever. Um, but uh, but in truth, my parents were married when they were in their early twenties, and I was their firstborn child when my mom was almost thirty one. So, yeah. you know, that I think, and yeah, but they my wanted to are, have a small family. I, I don't know, maybe. And, and yeah, like, but I, I'm I definitely can, know some people that want like six kids. And if that's the case, then. Yeah. But you can follow that pattern of married young, wait till kids later. And if, if the relationship falls apart as mom is worried, it will, then, you know, you have a marriage that you need to sort out, but you, without children right. involved, it's not that messy provided you can get past hurt feelings and things like that. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right, this, uh, should I read this next one? Because this next one wrestles my genius. Yeah. yeah, go for it. Go ahead. Uh, hold on, where is it? Is it at the bottom or the top? It's at the top. It's the, I deleted the, the oh, one. Oh, you it's deleted, the okay. Uh, just want to say up front that although this question, who is this from, by the way? Do we have a name? Uh, we're not supposed not to reveal to the it. name. Yeah. Okay. Just want to say up front that although this question may sound confrontational, I love you guys and am a big fan. Well, I appreciate the uh, ability to challenge us on certain things, and I note that um on last week's call-in show a caller asked about a question or asked a question about israel matt said he wasn't informed enough to offer an opinion while blonde essentially invoked her right against self-incrimination <laughs> matt may have also expressed reluctance to respond on that basis but i'm not sure well i know you rely on wrong thing sensitive platforms for your income this was kind of disappointing surely there is some way for you to answer without turning into a full without turning it into a full-on quote jq discussion and if your opinion is unpopular, what's wrong with that? With Blonde especially, I enjoy your content largely because you aren't afraid to say non-PC stuff. Every Wednesday you say you get our number and we are at your mercy. I guess the argumentative part of me wants to know, are you doing this to add your actual thoughts to the marketplace of ideas or to get famous? <laughs> uh, uh, also, oh, can you Jesus, not reveal dude. my name, please? I work for an elected official who doesn't appreciate employees having much of an internet footprint. Thanks for making great content. Uh, I appreciate you listening to the show. I appreciate that. That's you... about it. <laughs> okay. I, I will say there are a lot of things about this that bug me. First, we're not going to reveal your name. And of course I wouldn't. I would never do that to any, anyone who asks. Why would you ask? 
The reason you would ask is because you don't want your name associated with opinions on the internet that might damage you because you have something to protect. By the way, me too. Me yeah. too. And when I say that I don't, I'm not fully aware of the Israeli-Palestinian conflict enough to opine on it intelligently, that is true. I'm not going to trick you and tell you I have a firm opinion on something when I don't and I'm actually misinformed on it. I'm not going mean, to lie to you. I mean, that's not my issue. He's, he's right. I did essentially plead the fifth. Well, I, I'm, I'm, I, I take... Honestly, I don't take personal insult or offense to a lot of things, but the implication that I am doing this for some fame reason that I don't have passion for the product that I create. You think I sit down and make this show and do this for two hours and talk to people that I genuinely want to talk to because they are invested in this show and they care about it and they support it because I want to get famous. If we, if we want to get famous, we wouldn't take this question at all. We wouldn't do this show. This show right. is not the path to quote unquote fame. We no is answering to, email or questions. Right, right. Especially me. I'd have to be a lot more centrist, I think, to reach like a level of Sargon fame. And to give you some idea of how not famous we are, I get emails and stuff like, you're famous. I'm like, no, I'm not. I've been recognized in the street one time. One time. I have 75,000 subscribers, something like that. It's only happened to Sargon of Akkad like a few times. Like you can have hundreds of thousands of subscribers. You are not famous. None of us are famous. Yeah, I bet Stefan Molyneux rarely gets recognized. The idea, also, I wake, I wake up famous. Oh, I wake up every morning and enjoy doing this more than I enjoyed going to school, more than I enjoyed my my previous uh, desk job. You know, which was reasonably cushy. Like, you know, I had a reasonably cushy job before. I enjoy doing this and I love doing what I'm doing because I love talking about ideas that I care about and that matter to me. And on the call-in show, not every one of those is going to be that. And by the way, some of them, because we can't control the content, are going to be questions that if we say the wrong thing on them, threaten the platform and this the whole show that we have right. built over time. Like, this is blood, sweat, and tears of passion into this show. And if I, if I feel like I'm going to say something that's going to threaten the platform on which this show is hosted, then it's our I'm just going to back off. Ship on the question. Yeah. And yeah. that's that's my thing with with Israel is that I'm not super confident in my ability to talk about Israel without offending my broader audience by by generalizing about Jewish people. I just don't want to discuss, you know, yeah. some issues. And the JQ, that is something that if you talk about it on your channel, um, one, it's going to be every Spino styled creationist cat fucking thoughtless D bag is going to be up my dick hole for the rest of my life Two, people will start flagging my videos like immediately if yeah. I address it at all in any way, shape or form, even with an air of neutrality. Like the other day, I said um, something about the ADL uh, defending against the defamation of Jewish people, which is literally in their mission statement and in their headline on Twitter. And Creationist yeah. Cat was retweeting me talking about how it was anti-Semitic. It was a, literally a statement of fact, provable in two seconds just by going to the ADL website. And just because I mentioned the word Jewish, I had hundreds of people all day at me on Twitter. We just can't do it. We can't yeah. talk about I, anything related to the Jews. You just can't do it. I appreciate this listener. Um, no, you don't. To this us listener and I appreciate... sounds like a douche. Okay. God. But I will say you wrote yourself that please don't reveal me. I have something to protect. Yes. Okay. Think about that. Other people have something to protect too. And yeah. believe me, in an ideal world, I don't want content limitations on what can and can't be discussed on my show. If I owned all the servers and I owned YouTube, there wouldn't be. Um, there, there wouldn't. I, in an ideal world, there's no such thing as something you can you can't call into this show and talk about. That's not the world we live in. And like you, with your job that you want to protect, I have 
a project and a livelihood and something I'm really proud of and really passionate about that I have to protect. So don't give me this bullshit about, oh, do you have some ulterior, ulterior motive about fame? No. About fame, I know. I'm really proud of what I've built and I want it to only continue. insane people want to be famous. Like, if you look at some YouTubers, you can kind of tell who, like, really wants to be famous. But I think for your average person, being famous is like a, a kind of a hellish experience. I don't know yeah. because I'm not famous, but like if you talk to Bill Murray, you, he would probably tell you like, this is ruining, this practically ruined my life. And I think Bill Murray was the one that said, if you want to be famous, think first, if you just actually want to be rich and that's where your desire <laughs> for fame is coming from. Okay. I, I, um, you know, I'll, I'll leave it there. Cause I don't want to go on some emotional rant, but you can tell no, I care just, about this show. I, do, I care a lot about this show and it, it does bother me. Well, I, I care about this project. To choose what we, what we do and do not discuss because we yeah. created this platform. So I, I fail to see why we should even answer this question, but whatever. <laughs> Cause we're trying to get famous off of it. <laughs> yeah, really? Jeez. I'd make right. makeup videos if that's what I wanted to do. Sure. Okay, we, um, we got to get to Super Chat before we close it out because we're at over a two-hour call-in show. I, I don't know, think we've ever like done that before. like our longest show ever. Yeah. Um, okay, we have John Winkleheimer who's been um, trolling really hard in the live chat all night saying, It's probably boom, baby. It's, yeah, really. Uh, $2, <laughs> and he said, I'm a retard. Okay. Um, and then somebody just changed their name to Blonde's Dickhole and gave us $2. And it said, okay. please don't put people up me. <laughs> God, I hate you guys. <laughs> Thank you for the donation. Uh, Philly Cheesesteaks gave us $5. Um, what do you think of climate change? Oh, jeez. The oh less justice warriors are making it worse with fake wind solar, better to support nuclear power, damn hippies thoughts. Oh yeah, I've read a lot about nuclear power and it seems to be the most uh, efficient um, of, of energy method. That's not really what I'm trying to say, but um, you know, the Fukushima's have kind of destroyed the image of nuclear energy and so there's not going to be a lot of popular support. And I also have heard that wind and solar are basically worthless. Have you heard that before? I am not an energy expert. Um, so what, what do I think of climate change? Am I satisfied by the science that, um, based on what I've read and which again is, is minimal. So I'm not going to pretend to be some expert on this. Am I satisfied with like the science of, of greenhouse gases? Yeah. Um, <laughs> am, am I convinced, yeah. <laughs> am I convinced that like, I, the, well, I don't even, uh, this is another area where if you say so the, tired. you say the wrong thing, then you're like some denier or something. No. Um, the, the, the reasonable, honest debate on climate change is there's a certain, uh, there's a certain accepted science about the effect of greenhouse gases in the atmosphere. And the question becomes to what extent is human activity changing climate to like how much effect does, do those greenhouse gases actually have? And then the second question is, um, how much destroy how much kneecapping our own economy is appropriate in a response and right. um and I don't, I don't have a specific answer on that but i will say that i'm frustrated by the uh, by reaction to many reasonable questions about climate change issues being met with like this religious denialism nonsense from yeah the As religious the left believers does with a multitude of, of subject matter um yeah. Okay, then we have uh, D. Sketty, $10. Uh, thoughts on the mother of all rallies in September? Are you going? Note, pro-Trump rally scheduled at same time and same mm. place as Juggalo March on Washington. Here, Antifa oh, Black Lives Matter are going to show up as well. No, great. that More sounds like a great place die. to die. Yeah, you're thinking the same thing. Like, this is something that I, I do not understand about, about a lot of YouTubers, too. It's like, why are you going to these events? I like not being there and watching it on the internet and talking about it later. <laughs> That's my I know plan. for sure. After yeah. that Milo event, I was like, I don't know if I ever am going to do this again. I don't think unseen stuff is, is what I should be doing. I, I'm Me not saying either. I won't ever do it, but I don't think it's what my skill set suits. 
Let's put it that way. Yeah. Um, okay. Black Magic, $2. Al Gore built a mansion with his profits. Fuck him. He sure did. <laughs> his we movie have flops, by the oh. way. His sequel, Inconvenient Sequel that just you came out. watched it? I didn't watch it. I'm saying nobody watched it. Oh, it, it. flopped. I thought you said yeah. it sucked. Um, no, I didn't watch it. Uh, then we have Chicago conservative Shapiro versus Milo in a fist fight. Who wins? Milo, oh, Milo of course. Yeah. Milo is tall as taller. all get out. Yeah. He's like six foot three. He's he's a big. Yeah. Man. I was really surprised when, when we stood next to him. He, he made yeah. me feel short. Yeah. Yeah. Milo would, would uh, kick the crap out of him and then strangle him with his pearl necklace. <laughs> Uh, and then we have Captain Strong, $5. I try to go live, but this country already has enough people with my accent trying to tell you how Brits have it so much better, maybe not. Hmm. Oh, I, I tried to go live in this country? Is that what that is? Yeah, probably. That, that, I would assume. Um, I think that there's a character limit on these, and so it's kind of, you can't get all the, oh, okay. all the things you needed to say. Uh, David Howard, $5.01. Indoctrination isn't new. When I was a kid, there was Captain Planet and Ferngully. I remember Ferngully. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was environmentalist tripe, wasn't it? Captain Planet was sweet. I don't care what anyone says. I don't remember what Captain Planet was. And all they had all the rings changed. and they combined them? Yeah. What? No. Oh. All that's changed water, are the, fire, as the messages are pushed. Um, Captain Planet. No, I'll have to Google it. After Whatever. Sure. He just wanted to recycle, man. Leave Captain Planet alone. <laughs> then we have Cap Strong, $5. I am nuclear is uh, best, just not the nuclear. They're using, again, the Democratic Party in 1947 responsible for the choice to have crap nuclear. Hmm. And then last one, Viking Insane, $2. Smell the hypocrisy. Hashtag Sarsor butthole on that note. Let's. <laughs> Go ahead and close out the All show. All right, I'm, yeah, I'm out of here. Uh, <laughs> man, appreciate it. Uh, appreciate everybody's patience. Appreciate the questions. Appreciate the super chatters. Uh, Sunday's going to be fun. We have Liberty Doll, um, who a lot of people have requested. I'm new to her stuff, but I've been watching it. i got some things to talk to her about, get her take on the recent news. It'll be fun to talk to her and end the gas drought. Um, yeah. Oh, I, I was, I might have surprised. It's not going to be surprise cringe. Remember Lactatia, the little eight-year-old drag queen? You know, my reserves okay there's, there's so an low. update to her story <sighs> she'll be back is See it ya. that she went back to being a normal little girl <laughs> good night in your dreams that's a matter